Yeah, I want to talk about this. Let's go. Okay, let's all go. Right. Let's do it. Um, all right. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Chew Bubblegum and Kick Ass. Yeah, it's time to kick kick some ass. It is time to kick it's some gonna, ass. We're all out of... We're all, you know, all right. I don't know if I admitted this already on mic, but only recently did I pick up on the theme music where you, where you end up going, we're all out of John Carpenter movies. Oh, really? But that's a play on the kick, Chew Bubblegum and Kick Ass. I, yeah. I literally, yeah. I was walking around the grocery store listening to it, and I went... Oh, <laughs> a couple well, years later. Happy birthday to you! That's your gift. That's my birthday gift. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, oh, that's so good. <laughs> I just thought you were like, we're all out of John Carpenter movies, so we're doing something else. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, that's, awesome. that's my first attempt to derail our podcast today. Um, there will be more. Cool. All right, um, I'm one of hosts, Brett Batterstein. Hey, 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 Brett. Uh, just. Cool. You just can cool hold your, your horses, jets, pal. Okay. okay, it's nice to meet you, Brett. I'm Dylan Haas. <laughs> nice to meet you too, Dylan Haas. <laughs> hey, Dylan. I'm Tucker, guys. Oh, hi, Tucker. I'm over here. Nice oh, to meet hi, you. Tucker. Hi. He's it, on the other side hey, of the room. Yeah. Just a second. Does, does his voice always sound like that? <laughs> yeah. Like shit. Oh. Yeah. Hey, hey, Dylan. Hey, can we have a quick sidebar? Yeah, let's, let's talk here. for a second. Hey, let's let's mm. mute Tucker's headphones. Yeah. Okay. okay. What's, yeah. what's going on with this guy? This, his voice sounds always Sounds like. Absolute trash. Doesn't always sound like that. Does I would right, rather guys? listen to RFK Jr. at full volume in both of my ear holes. Hey, fuck you! I'm not. <laughs> oh, you heard that? <laughs> abort! Abort! <laughs> okay, we are uh, t- today. We're talking about the second movie in our "How I Spent My Summer Vacation" series. We're talking about summer vacation movies. Summer today vacays. we're talking about my pick, uh-huh. which is 1995's "Now and Then." Mm-hmm. Last week we talked about Tucker's pick, mm-hmm. which was Meatballs <laughs> Four. Mm-hmm. Um, now, <laughs> if I may, <laughs> oh, get yes. into yes, this. Sir. You may, uh, uh, sir. Please, if I could just launch right into it. Are you gonna hit play? Or are we gonna? Are we gonna I'm listen to you gonna, before you hit play? Just listen to me before I hit play. Okay. Yeah, okay. Oh. Um, and by the way, today is Dylan's. Today is your actual oh my birthday, God, this right? Is, your birthday? is my actual Happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday! Thank you. I didn't know that. Yeah, this um, is the anniversary of when we bombed Hiroshima. Cool, you know. <laughs> yeah, children's children laughter. laughter. <laughs> <laughs> I was born on the day Lincoln was assassinated, and the Titanic hit an iceberg. Nice works. My brother was born on the day uh, Kennedy was assassinated. Wow. Yeah. I, I still got you covered. I, yeah, you got hundreds of thousands <laughs> of people. Yours is real bad. I Good share job. a birthday with John Lennon. Ooh. <laughs> hey, cool. He met a violent end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he would go on to be assassinated. He would. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. I remember this movie. Neither of you guys had seen this movie, right? No. Oh, gosh, no. So I watched this movie when I was a kid. I mean, it definitely wasn't for me, per se. This movie is kind of the answer, I think, to... not the, the It's like the female response to, like, The Sandlot. Oh, and, I was yeah. thinking more like Sand Stand By Me, but The Sandlot a makes a lot later. of sense, yeah. Uh, I mean, well, I, that's kind of what I want to get into. Sure. Is there's a, The reason I picked this movie is because there's a lot of movies that are about, like, 
young boys. male friendship, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, adolescent male friendship. There's not a ton of movies, especially like at this time and previous to this movie, yeah. where there was just like a lot of movies about like adolescent female friendship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I so, really appreciate that about this movie. So do I. I and like I, that part of it. And Me before too. we started recording, we'd noticed that like, as we were pulling it up, that the like Rotten Tomato score is like 33% critical score yeah. and 82% audience score. Yeah. And that makes a lot of sense just because obviously like when this is all you have as like a young yeah. female in the nineties, you're going to kind of latch and it's got like an amazing cast. Like it's it, got a wild cast. Christina Ricci is, yeah, she's she, really great. At she's bae. <laughs> she's bae. I love the hugest crush on her. Oh, sure. In this movie. Oh, sure. Okay. Uh, and just in yeah, general in 95. How old When? What is her birthday? Is it like 1980, 1979 maybe? Maybe she's supposed to be twelve in the They're movie. They're all supposed to be twelve. They're supposed to be twelve. <laughs> Which, I mean, there's there's a reason why the <laughs> the, the the critical score is thirty three percent. Sure, I feel like that's fairly well earned. Uh, I feel like it should maybe I, be a little higher than that. I think it should be lower, personally. Really? <laughs> oh yeah, oh. this movie is terribly put together. <laughs> it's um, shot well, I give it that, but it's. I think structurally, it's got it's got some flaws. It's got some issues. Yeah. Christina Ricci was fifteen when this came out. Okay. But oh, I she feel looks like really terrific today too, man. She's awesome. Yeah. I love Christina Ricci. Yeah. I think like this I think the acting between the kids is pretty good for the most part. Yeah. With the exception of uh Chrissy. She's a little Which one's Chrissy? Uh a bit of a nosebleed. Uh the chunky one. Oh, the one who well, she mm-hmm. she didn't make She grows it. up to be Reed Wilson. Yeah. Chet Chet Hanks is Chet Hanks' mom. mom. I did double check that. Me too. It's- <laughs> I was like, wait, well, no, it's his mom. I was like, no, it's Colin. That's the that. yeah. yeah. And what's the actress's name? Ashley Stepped Aaron in. Moore, Aston Moore. She died died of a heroin overdose. She did. Yeah, oh, in 2007. No. Well, because I was, I was struck by like the other three. Everybody women else went is on a name, to be, kind of. At least, I mean, Thor, <laughs> yeah. Thor Birch especially isn't as active today, but still, I was like, she's kind of making, she's like in the midst of a, a comeback, whatever it is. Right. Like they all went on to continue. And so did, uh, Ashley Aston Moore a little less. So, and then she only continued acting mm-hmm. according to Wikipedia for like another 10 years. And then by 2007, she had an accidental oh. OD. Yeah. That's a bummer. Oh, shit. That's a bummer. That's a bummer. But agrees. she, I, and that's why I was like, that's why I wanted to look. Cause I'm like, it's interesting because she gets a lot of the heavy lifting during the movie, during the the kid portion of the movie, which is basically the whole movie. Yeah, and I she, felt they they should have just called this then. I agree. The I was adult, like, why the are they wasting the time sucks. with the adult? Yeah, it the adult sucks. Sucks. That's part and of why I'm saying the thirty three percent is, if not generous, is yeah. at least well earned. Because I'm like, why are they framing this around the adults? Because there's no connection that's worth commenting other than yeah. no. going to be there for your friend in times of need. Spoiler, she's 37 having her first child. That's, I mean, they should all be there for holding her hand because that's dangerous. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she might not make it. And it makes no sense. Um, it makes no sense. Yeah, I would say. Brett, it makes no sense. As far <laughs> as, far as the, the acting goes, you know me. I'm not one to, you know, uh, rail on actors <laughs> generally. I think that it's usually not their fault. Um, and I don't think it's their fault here, but I think the script is real bad. It's real bad. Yeah, the <laughs> well, script, real bad. It, it's strange. The dialogue's that it, terrible. I, I it's all very like surfacey. There's no yeah. like. Well, I don't it doesn't know. make it's, any sense. Like even the tension of what the girls are going through, the kids are going through that summer. It doesn't make any sense. Like it's kind of just slapdash. 
and it doesn't it, feel to have a center yeah, for me. It feels like it's relying on us Maybe. to fill in the blanks of Which all of the connectivity. I actually think is like a running theme in 90s movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like we had reached it a point. It was a hard time for me in movies. <laughs> we had reached a point in film where it had just been around long enough and we had kind of hit the apex of it. Well, by sure. then, and so people were like filmmakers were just like, well, people can just fill in the blanks. That's what this feels like. I <laughs> you mean, know what I mean? I, you can and, tell it got greenlit based just off the elevator pitch of like, yeah, it's the Sandlot, but for girls, and like, go, yeah. Um, well, the famous actress and a famous uh, and a kid who's gonna kid they, who's, they did yeah. good casting. I mean, those kids yeah. were all well. I guess they'd all been in things at that point too. So, so Chad Hanks' mom is she's she, wonderful, is she? I think she's in the movie. Oh, in the oh, movie, she's no, ridiculous. In no, the movie, yeah. she's a goddamn oh, she's, nosebleed. Oh, sure, she's wonderful <laughs> well, in life. The, she gave us Chet Hanks, but no, but I think in the movie, I think I also, it's but, hard to watch her. <laughs> it is hard to watch her, but just aesthetically, like taking a snapshot of the four women when they're gathered together, she is stunning compared to the th- the other three in my assessment. Sure, and, and Melanie Griffith is supposed to be the like. The starlet the who one. comes and like, like I right think off, Rita Wilson is just bombshell beautiful in it. I don't I think Demi Moore is very pretty. I don't find her appealing in this movie at all. She drives me crazy from yeah, the opening. I've like, never had that a, weird okay. that weird hair <laughs> sure. hairdo she has while she's driving and smoking cigarettes because I she's, just find her so not believable. Like whenever she speaks, yeah, yeah, I'm just like, suspe- oh, yeah. it's it's off putting. Okay. Here, I, I feel of, like Rosie O'Donnell should have played that role. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Here's kind and of my also, okay. Never mind. Here's kind of <laughs> here's kind of my thing. <laughs> well, for one, they should have swapped them. Yeah, they should have That's swapped. What I'm Demi Moore should have played the uh, Roberta role. Yeah, and the Rosie O'Donnell Roberta. should have played the Sam role. Yeah, um, and I, I'm very or get Rosie O'Donnell out of there altogether. Yeah, she doesn't. <laughs> she's, she's terrible. <laughs> it's interesting. No, I think it's just because she was like on the rise at that point. Yeah, um, but here's I the mean, thing. I mean, I say just cut the whole adult section. I the agree. whole adult section. Here's the thing. Yeah. I think maybe like despite all the movie's problems, I think the children the child actors all have really good chemistry with each other yeah and i feel mm-hmm. like that goes a long way in a movie like this where it's just about that's what it's their about. friendship yeah. and so that's why i feel like <laughs> i would be a little bit more generous with like the uh, the score like oh. the critical score oh, oh. It's just i thought you talking about the score because also the fucking score is awful sure but i feel like the same there's like what? i feel like their chemistry goes a long way yeah 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 uh, it does i feel like i just wish they would have had something to work with because sure. there's yeah. no story but to this movie the adult no story it's so weird the That's adults weird. feel like they were just filming like over the course of like one day and yeah. didn't have time uh, to build like any rapport yeah and so yeah. it all feels really flat and hollow oh yeah to me. Big mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Oh, they've definitely only had them all together yeah. for like one or two but days where they shoot. I don't like any of the adult stuff. I feel like yeah. it's inconsequential for like what the themes of the movie are. And there is a part at the end of the movie. Well, no, it, it is a button for the theme of the movie is to just be there for your friends through thick and thin. No, well, here's the thing. But it's stupid. No, because here's, <laughs> here's the thing. The movie, as the childhood part is ending, like after they get their treehouse... Uh, Demi Moore's character <laughs> is like motivation? <laughs> having a um like a voiceover. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and she says like, we were uh, trying to find our independence, but we were, we were what oh, we no, were yeah, really was... finding was our independence and, from each other. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that doesn't add up with no. what was happening in the summer, and then also doesn't add up with what is happening in the adult in the world. Adult, no. But it felt like that was what they were trying to have as like the connective tissue between yeah. the two. It, it almost feels like they were writing it as they were filming it, and they they were Which like, "Well, we need a way to put these 
feel even more yeah like, yeah weird it was like Blade Runner in and like Harrison Ford yeah. voiceover yeah, to give you yeah because really without like that it, it would have felt yeah. I, we without that then we all get to just interpret it and it's safe right like yeah. for friends it's not unreasonable especially in a small town that they're gonna stay friends through for life right even when life takes them on different paths like you don't need to do all that. You right. don't need to have that no. voiceover. You don't need you don't need the scene of the four girls standing in specific locations separate from one another on the in the treehouse doing arbitrary individual <laughs> right, things right. to like really hammer home that point. Right. So at the very end of the movie, when they're back up there as adults and they're oh, in the treehouse, and I'm like, with a boob, who with took a, the fucking baby up there? Well, I was gonna say with a newborn. And then yeah, I'm like, what? And then they go down and play Red yes, Rover with the kids, and I'm saying, like, like, where's the fucking baby? Oh, I was like, she should not be doing that. Well, she's my, gonna. Also, she just gave birth. Totally. Oh, come on, yeah, well, take it also, easy. The end. The movie ends with the four women playing Red Rover with twelve year olds. Yeah. Gonna fucking toast these little yeah, sucks. Also, though, yeah, let's light that. these motherfuckers up. <laughs> <laughs> but There's it's such sweet... a sweet button. It, it opens with Red Rover and it closes with wow. Red Rover. Okay, I love that the quintessential part where ha- she's holding game, her brand Red new Rover. baby in the hospital. And I was like, I bet that's what it looked like when Chet was born. Oh my god! And every, I did appreciate that the baby was all blood. <laughs> I appreciated yeah, that the baby was all mucky. I was like. <laughs> Nice. No, it, wasn't, it wasn't monkey. It was covered in blood. Well, my point is, is like Carrie. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but usually, Rosie O'Donnell's like, uh, 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 what are the nurses? What is smock or whatever? Smock? Yeah, yeah, her yeah. scrubs. Her yeah. scrubs. Yeah, we're just like covered in blood as <laughs> sure. if she was. Car- yeah, as if she was Carrie, which is right. from my experience of having two kids, is not quite what it was like. <laughs> sure. Well, I mean, it, yeah. I mean, but I mean, granted, uh, Ashley was a thirty-seven when she was having her first one. Fair enough. That's yeah. a dangerous time. It is not a safe time to have your first kid. In 1995, mm, today sure. it's still they're, like... They're using stirrups and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Clamping them out. Yeah. Um, well, wait, hold on. Hold, but hold my, on. Point just, about that, my point about that is usually they show a baby and it's like nine months old and yeah. pure and clean. So at least it yeah. was this like weird, gross looking thing. Yeah. I appreciated alien, that. It was an alien. And I'm going to admit something. I fucking got choked up when they were all there and she was giving birth. I was like, I, this really? movie's, oh yeah. <laughs> that's, I, that part didn't choke wow. me. There's a couple parts that I thought were pretty well done emotionally. Well, because, here, because here, that's what they're going for is they're there for, and I was like, why are they gathering? Oh, it's for the pregnant, it's for the birth. And they're all there and they're just the four of them in the birth. I was like, fuck you. Like, oh. it, it got me. I was just like, this is so stupid. I'm so annoyed I, that I'm touched by this. It wasn't after we, we talked last that I immediately looked up to see if Chet Hanks was her kid because it was when I started watching the movie and she was pregnant. And I was like, could it possibly could it be, be that she's she, really pregnant and when she shot this? And that's Chet? He's older than yeah, that, Yeah, he was right? like five years old okay, already. I was going to say. I, thought, <laughs> so I checked it out. I feel I am going to defend this movie a little bit. You should. Yeah, you should. It's your fault. Um, <laughs> I, no, feel, I, I feel like the stuff with the kids is pretty well done. It like, is. I feel like their their troubles. Here's the thing. It's kind of episodic, and yeah. that's what this movie should kind of be. It's like spanning the summer of 1970. Mm-hmm. There is a through line, but it's inconsequential. Yeah. It's all about, it should be all about them going on these little like misadventures throughout the summer. That's yeah. fine. Oh, mm-hmm. But by but the timeline, like, it's like four days. Sure. But <laughs> who cares? Uh, I feel like their chemistry is really well done. I feel like some of the themes that they're trying to tackle are pretty good. I feel like. Yes. Uh, like. Sam's dealing with like her father leaving and being the only kid in town whose parents are divorced mm-hmm. is a pretty good subject to tackle. Yeah. I feel like 
uh, Roberta being clearly gay and maybe uh, trans. <laughs> yeah, and like really not wanting to address that, which is why they put Rosie O'Donnell. Well, she presumably. was supposed to be gay, and it got rewritten sure. like, at the last Just minute. Just like Rosie O'Donnell's entire career yeah. at that point. Right. So, I mean, it makes sense. But it makes I sense. I can appreciate even the, that. Even the divorce thing is dealt with with really, like, they don't get into it, really. Yeah, it's sure. like finally she voices her problem, I do, and that's all that I you agree. really get. I, 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 again, it feels like they were trying to do two things at once, because the episodic thing and just having it be an adult reflecting on childhood because that's how your memories of childhood are. They're like sort yeah. of continuous, but then also episodic because our memories are like that. Mm-hmm. And so it's trying to make, because like there's one point where, oh, the softball game that just happens for no reason between the boys and the girls, the kid comments, this is to get you back for yesterday. Like there's no reason to make that Three, you know, it's like three the days day, in a row. The, yeah, the day like, after. What the yeah. fuck? Right. What happened the rest of that summer? Right, the rest of the summer. That summer was wild for four days. <laughs> <laughs> right. The rest was super boring. It was super boring because it's a small town in the seventies. I think it's a, it's a problem right off the bat to have the four adult women because if it was one adult, like they were going to get together maybe, yeah. and this is all Demi Moore's recollection, that would yeah. have been a better way to go or yeah. something like that. Where it's one person remembering because it, it confuses everything. Like, you're like, it makes you be like, what is this? Well, exactly. Yeah, it's supposed like, to be like, is it, it going to do something different yeah. than that? But it doesn't. And it doesn't even end up doing that right. Yeah. Is the problem. Because the stuff with the kids, I mean, I think it, it could have used, you know, better a better script altogether but at least that stuff's watchable and like yeah. you know you well, could to, you to the could credit, care for them for, to if the they films, gave you something to care about and to I the feel films like, credit, i feel like they do give you stuff yeah, to, care to the about. film's credit they focus most of the movie on the kids because so they recognize almost, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> almost every line and not not the kids fault it's it feels like almost every line written in this movie made me go like Oh yeah. So like I had a hard time feeling for anybody because I was so constantly was feeling, aware of like the feeling for mechanics the of the and the and the score. <laughs> I feel like you guys are being way overly harsh. No way, dude. By like a million percent. No, I really enjoyed Tucker, the movie. Tucker, you gotta, you gotta uh, understand. I enjoyed watching. <laughs> Listen, movie. last week Tucker had no problems with anything that happened in Meatballs Four, <laughs> and this and this well, and this well, week he's like the dialogue. Listen, 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 let me, let me, let me, let me for let different kinds this, of movies. I'm not, I'm not prone to defend Tucker. <laughs> but, so is let that, me step in. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because you don't... This is a movie. This is sure. a cinema experience. So yes, you expect Mine it to feel... was a cheap piece yeah, of was, cheap exploitation. His was a porn that they <laughs> right. pulled the sure. sex yeah. out of. Sure. This is supposed to be better. And it is. <laughs> It marginally, it, no, <laughs> it's not marginally no, no, better. No, no. That's this what is, I'm saying. You guys are being, w- I think, w- that, way overly harsh yeah, on this. This movie is way better than so. Meatballs. It is way four. better than Meatballs Four, but also it, like it's better than I you're giving to, it credit for. If I if I know thousand percent, if I know what I'm going in for with Meatballs Four, I'm hardly disappointed. If I'm going for what this is going for, I'm going to be like, eh, that was lacking. You know what I mean? I mean, Meatballs 4 is a bad yes. example because it's a terrible fucking example <laughs> <Sure>. of anything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Listen, I forfeit on Meatballs 4 completely. I'm just forfeit. not given I'm not given this a pass and I'm not I'm not saying it's the worst movie ever. I've just it's kind of it's got the hallmarks of everything about like mainstream cinema of this time that annoyed me. <laughs> like it kind of does all those yeah. things. Yeah, I get yeah. that. And so it it it, it makes me like kind of cringy. 
when I was watching it. So it was hard for me to really invest myself in it because I was just like, oh, man, this seems like such a missed opportunity. Because I did want to see about a movie I, about four little girls I did having keep, a summer. I did keep being pulled out. It's just like, oh, I don't. But I, I think it's, it's the time period, too. Like, I, honestly, like, I think. But the, when it was filmed? Because the Sandlot, the, yeah. Okay. Because the Sandlot, too, kind of does the same thing for me. Like, I'm. I mean, I don't I don't remember it being like that bad that I was like, eh, but I think it's just like movies of that time. The Sandlot is worse people. than I'm like, this movie. Is it? I, I can believe it. I, I don't I mean, remember. I haven't seen it since I, I, people, early people 90s. Love the so. Sandlot. People love The Sandlot. I love The Sandlot. It's from, yeah. like, I grew up with it. This movie's better than The Sandlot, in retrospect, that is a pretty dumb movie. <laughs> sure. I'm <laughs> um, sure. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I've always felt that way and picking up that people are, like, really standing for the Sandlot, I'm like, okay, I guess I don't, I don't, I don't share that. I'd go to yeah, bat, I I'd go to bat for like but... this movie before I'd go to bat for Sandlot. Um, because even like yesterday when we were watching it, I watched it with like my kids and my wife and, did they and my it? daughter was like into it. Awesome. Like, when the ki- like when the girls, the young girls came on screen and they were like yeah. having fun with each other, she was like smiling. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. 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 No, because, and I feel like because there's not movies like this mm-hmm. for there's not a lot of movies like this for young yes. women. Like, Absolutely. Unfortunately, you kind of got to take what you get. And the fact that this movie treats them with like respect, as, like treats the characters respectfully and not like, um, just like it's at least trying to give them depth in a way that like so many movies that are made for boys and young boys have been able to do for like, decades yeah yeah. (laughs) almost a century at this point for sure um the fact that this movie is able to do it and do it in a way that actually does speak to young women because i know a lot of women who are around my age that this movie really did speak to them um yeah and i want i do want to be at least like marginally respectful to that i mean i don't feel like the movie's perfect by any means but i feel like the emotional beats that the movie hits, I feel like, do resonate with a lot of people. They resonated with me, especially like the moment when like Sam and Teeny, Thora Birch and Gabby Hoffman, um, are uh, like in the treehouse before they buy it, and they're having like their moment in the treehouse yeah, where, where she talks about the dad leaving. When she's talking about her dad leaving, mm-hmm. like I feel like that's a pretty real. W- moment i feel like it's pretty well executed i feel like it resonates like yeah the idea that something is happening in your life that you haven't told any of your friends about because you're kind of embarrassed and then you are able to confide it with your one like your your one best friend in your larger group of friends and like thor birch's response to that of being like you know like I'll be here for you. And like just the way that she hugs mm-hmm. Gabby Hoffman's character, Sam is, I felt like really touching. And I feel like there's a lot of moments like even I agree, like Roberta's um, Christina Ricci's like struggle with finding out about her mom, her mom's death mm-hmm. uh, was pretty good. Like her <laughs> realizing that her, and it's not even just that like, like she knows that her mom died. She knows that her mom died in a car accident. But when she learns the details of her mom's death, yeah, I felt was actually a pretty interesting way of having her deal with that trauma. And I do love the fact that like they make reference to the fact that she's constantly 
pretending to die. Yeah. And it reminded mm-hmm. me of like Harold and Maude. Yeah. yeah, yeah sure. I mean that, yes, I, I, I do agree. I just wish it was executed better. Like it yeah. feels like it feels, I mean, and maybe the woman, and, the, cause it's a woman director and write, like she wrote and directed the movie, right? It's, it's I think one she person. Just, I, I think she just directed. She's the, oh, the, she she's the screen or the director's guild uh, president. Um, but I, it's written by someone else. Regardless, it feels like, though. Like put, putting a lot of pressure on yourself because it is this opportunity to be like a response to all the boy centric movies and it doesn't succeed enough. Like I, I want it no. to be, I want it to be closer to stand by me level of like really, really like just getting you because it's trying to do that. It's got all the music. It keeps having those music drops to give you that nostalgic feeling and maybe part of it is because it's trying to touch on the same nostalgia, but it's 15 or 10 years later in yeah. real time and it's just not hitting it right. And yeah, that was another it's thing I noticed though, well. those, yeah, those, the needle drops yeah. in the movie were kind needle of like, drops. needle drops. Um, they were, I mean, they've, it felt like too much. Did it feel like all it, the time? And they didn't it like, seem cla- to was like, it like hippie rock or what was that? Did, a classic rock? Well, turn it freedom up, rock, rock, man. Yeah, freedom rock. Yeah, it's like turn a freedom it up, rock. Man. Um, and it, you know, the music's fine, whatever. It just felt like, I don't know, everything, nothing seemed smooth to me about this production. And like, I'd taken nothing away from kids that identify with Francie watches iCarly. She fucking loves it. I think it's shit. I don't know what to do with it. You're tripping. iCarly rules. iCarly's awesome. You're yeah. out of your You're mind. Tripping. I can't fight. I think you Saved just by... lost all credibility, my man. Saved by the Bell ruined television or ruined children's Those are different entertainment. categories. That's yeah. what spawns and... children's sitcoms like that. And uh, I, I, iCarly is miles yeah. above Drake, Saved by the J- Bell. Drake and Josh, come on. I never saw that. That show sucks. What? Drake and Josh sucks. It's pretty funny. Nah. No? Pass. <laughs> I mean... Listen, I don't think sitcoms are high art I mean, anyway. Boy, Boy but, but, World is the the best kid like, sitcom. Okay. I mean. Okay. So let's I, just move on. Okay. <laughs> let's like establish said, that and move on. <laughs> you can have that because I never I don't like the it. genre. So then, <laughs> but anyway, like by this point, this is why I have this, uh, this thing with like, everything seemed so rote <laughs> at this point. With like these kind of movies, maybe, and it felt I mean, like all the things they were doing, all the things, this but def- there was this no like definitely just doing all the things. It, I don't, you know, I'm not sure I'm on board with the thesis that all movies were not doing all this movies, in the 90s. but a lot like, of like mage, mainstream mid level movies the that they as, were pounding the out were just kind of like that. that's the same as it's ever been. I mean, that's what it was like in the 30s and the 40s. Yeah, but it got I mean, it's real stagnant in the 90s. <laughs> you were just studio a, movies you were got just super stagnant more then. That's all. And this, I wasn't the watching them more. I was watching. But you were I was, hitting that age where you I hit that attention. age where I was like, because mainstream movies suck. Have you, I guess. Have you ever tried that's to watch? You get, have you yeah. tried to watch the serials but, from the But 50s? I go back and I see them, and I'm like, for the most part, I'm like, mm, there's a lot kind of, of really rote, yeah. boring movies in the 40s, 50s, 60s. It's just the same 80s. as it ever was. It's just this I mean, is that time period for the us. The 70s might Absolutely. might be the most exception to that. Yeah, well, there's a lot of like, really like there's go garbage all the time. Sure. Yeah. I'm not, you know, but I'm just saying like it seemed like. Um, the nineties is when the studios kind of caught on to that. You could just kind of like churn it out and people could fill in the gaps. Yeah. Well, and it's higher budget, <laughs> it's higher budget, right? Like the, the twenties through yeah. the sixties, it was just pulp and they were just th- hammering yeah. them out at 20 K a movie or something. Right. This one is millions of dollars. Is that, that's where it shifts. I think is the difference is it feels like the quality feels like it should be 
more cinematic and more complete and it's not so that's yeah, i think that's what you're like, talking about like that's the I way know. i hear it. i feel like even and all of this is overcome with a better script obviously but the yeah. it's just the actors can't say i don't it. know i had a hard time engaging with it sure. like i was just half the time being like oh no <laughs> well and that's why and i that's watched because it because i'm a middle-aged time. man watching this for the first time well, and i'm not <laughs> and that's why a I, young young person in 1995 yeah or a young person today it. like like you're saying your kid loved it I, yeah, I, yeah i'm sure yeah. if one of my kids Absolutely. sat down and watched it they'd be like yeah it's fun Who and cares? that's fine yeah no maybe I'm, not your kids maybe your kids my but kids your are kids are older, older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and i will give it all the credit for that yeah it's just i think as a movie like as a work of film it's not it doesn't do what it was much. trying to do which is a bummer <laughs> i think like, it does I, yeah. do what it's trying to do Nah, it doesn't succeed. i think it doesn't do it as well as good as maybe like a movie like stand by me does well, sure that's my but, point yeah, that's, that's also saying. like rob reiner who's one of like no the that, best that's, directors that's kind of what i was trying to and, get but, at but the other thing is too is like you for a movie like now and then <laughs> You're not really gonna get like a Rob Reiner for it because Why? Why? because it's not as marketable. Well, but but that's my now and then is not was... as as marketable because it's targeted towards young women mm-hmm. and that's well, not as big of as, but, as far as like movie studios go. Right, I and understand. So you, that's part of what I was just trying to say is like it's a bummer because they were really swinging for the fences and as you're saying, like they're not gonna get the support they need right. to make it happen. And... But I feel but I feel like it gets there enough to I mean. The well, fact it's like, that it's, it's considered a classic, yeah, People... it's considered a cult classic. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like the Is fact it? that it's been able to like actually resonate <clears throat> with people means that it's doing something right. Agreed. I think part of your, it is your picking it for this is maybe the first time I've ever heard anyone mention this movie in my life. It is for me too. Aside but when I brought when it up with Leah, she was like, shelf. "She was like, oh yeah, I fucking love that movie." She was like immediately aware of what I was oh, yeah, talking yeah. about, and she is not a, a movie person. Yeah. So that was like, oh okay. Jinx knew it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she does not like it. Well, <laughs> she was really. I was like, "Do you want to watch Now and Then with me?" It's from nineteen ninety. She's like, "No, why are you watching that?" <laughs> I was like, "Sorry." So I watched it while she was sleeping. With the, with, she kept saying, "Turn it down, turn it down." I can't stand that freaking shit. My my wife loved loved <laughs> this my movie. Life. My wife loved this movie. Yeah, uh, I, my good. sisters love this movie. I, like I said, great. I was moved by the end. I'm like, I. I understand what's going on here. I yeah. I'm, I can I can live in both worlds of like I wish this was doing it better. I'm appreciating. That's why I watched it a second time. It was like I just want to appreciate what's happening. I don't want to watch it critically. I acknowledge I just wanna... that the movie is flawed. I feel like <laughs> structure for me it's less the script and more just like the structure of it's it. It's both. Well, I mean, how do you sure how do you parse that i mean it's both well i mean i'm talking about like the dialogue like i don't feel like the dialogue is as cringy as like you guys seem to think it is but i feel like the overall structure of the movie is i mean in the, in the set lacking. pieces you know yeah. like the whole thing with crazy pete and like the cemetery <laughs> yeah. like it's like, <laughs> this, what is going every, on also every move like yeah right, in this move, period <laughs> every movie in this period had like some cr- like a boo radley type character yeah. <laughs> it was like um it was the uh old guy robert's in, blossom in home alone yeah home alone. Yeah. That's what I, I thought of immediately. When Shitters. he walked on the screen, guy. when he walked yeah. on screen, yeah, I thought right. it was him. I was like, so, did, so he, did they hire so the same actor? I was like, is it Robert Blossom, please? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, and they end up being like the hero at the end. Yeah, um, sort of. So and then weird. wrapping up some, like the whole mystery of Dear Johnny. Like, I didn't. They, I felt like they didn't need that. They didn't need it, but I appreciate it in the sense that, like, I, I remember being a kid and like. 
me and my friend had like my friend at my friend's house there was like this old horse stable on the land that he lived on mm-hmm. they didn't have any horses so it was like kind of run down and not kept and then we found like a knife in there <gasps> like under the hay and we immediately started like spinning a yarn about like what possibly could have happened in yeah, there yeah um right but they do that here and they go to all this like they have the long adventure they ride their bikes like 12 miles away to another city yeah and, and some reason the boys are also halfway there that was, I, that I was, was weird. Like, what are the wormers doing there yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah they do all that to go find out like the details behind this mystery and then that page of the paper is missing so it's an even deeper mystery and then at the end it's just oh the they old were guy, murdered the, the guy, they don't go into the detail there's not there's no concern. They even say like the police are convinced that it was just a wandering guy. So he's not. A, so even the tension of like knowing the murderer is somewhere in the town is that's just deflated. Right. And it's just crazy. Pete happened to be the guy who is sad because his family died. How is that? I don't understand how that connects with the story. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> Other th- they, I mean, they do yeah. their best to make it connect, but in a dumb but it, way, but like it, yeah. make it something to resonate with the now part because that's where there's going to be f- perpetual like a murder that happened in the town is still going to resonate fifty years later, right? Well, why drop that? Like, have that yeah. be a reason for the now part? Yeah, have uh, having or something. Yeah, having mm-hmm. you gotta have if it that's like the main through line for their summer adventures. That's gotta connect to the now part. Yeah. Also, like, or at least okay. have it be like that. Uh, Cloris Leachman. That's why she's so weird about talking about it because she was having an affair with the guy, or she's somehow connected to the. There's just nothing connecting Cloris Leachman being a lunatic when they bring it up and then disappearing from the movie. Like they just have those cameos yeah. for cameos' sake. I mm-hmm. I think they were just filming That's in Georgia, and they about. were just like, okay, kind of we have uh, uh, Bonnie Nielsen for a day, or mm-hmm. Bonnie Nielsen is that her name? Bonnie uh, Bonnie Hunt. Hunt. Bonnie Hunt, Bonnie Hunt yeah. for a yeah. day. Janine we Garofalo. Have, we have for Janine a day. Garofalo for two days. I do love Janine Garofalo <laughs> uh, in the did movie. You, did you mark so. that Brendan Fraser is uncredited? Oh, Brendan Fraser. Uh, too. Yeah, yeah, Brendan Fraser right. pops up. He's uncredited. Yeah, he's not in the credits at all. He has a whole scene. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like a guy just popping his head up in the background. Oh, <laughs> and, then and, going he's, back. and he's yeah. a movie star at that point. I find that odd. Yeah. And that one feels clear. Like he just happened to be there and they're like, hey, we could just create a scene for this guy. Just, <laughs> <laughs> come be in the movie. Sure. Yeah. A lot. I feel like to me, kind of what it is, is like a lot of the scenes kind of work okay on their own, but not and the overall grand scheme yeah. of what the movie is trying to accomplish. So frame that in cuz the narrator sort of narrator, is, the is, narrator. Is, this is why I, <laughs> this is why I stick with the stand by me because it's the narrator of a writer looking yeah. back on their yeah. life which is stand by me. Right. Yeah. Frame it through her eyes and make it a bunch of vignettes as she's driving and contemplating yeah. life on her yeah. drive back to Indiana. Here's or have it just be in Georgia since that's where they filmed it. Why does it have to be I Indiana? I know. Uh, because there's no black people. I just want <laughs> yeah. I don't want to say two more things and then I'm going to stop shitting on it because I know you love it and I, I'm glad no. that you love it. No, no, no. Um, loves it. If you love I, it so much, why don't you just marry it? I know you want to marry it and I don't want to mess up your We know you want to marry it and have like 10,000 of its babies. But I, I wouldn't even say that I love the movie. I just feel like you guys are being, oh, being overly harsh. I am just being critical. I'm, He's being okay, overly harsh. I'm being overly harsh. 
I, I, I honestly considering I'm, his submission, his contribution to this. That's that's what I'm getting at. Oh, like, no, this beats my movie. Uh, frankly, yes. how dare hey, you, just, hey, Tucker? Just, Tucker, I didn't expect Tucker, you guys to like my movie. You, I didn't you try to, to tell you, you it was you good. Have, you have to shut the fuck up. Your movie was good. Okay. No, 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 please. Right. Um, <laughs> your last, your the last two things. Criticism. Last two things. Last two criticisms I'll say is that the thing about oh, the the needle drops that bother me, I think, is that the movie doesn't have a real sense of the 70s. Oh, we didn't. It we're not feels... recording. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> oh I'm God. kidding. <laughs> Tucker just shit his pants. I was like, I got to say all this horrible stuff to Brett again. He's going to hate me. Um, Brett just slid down his chair. I, I follow the floor you. Like Go. a cartoon. Um, I agree. It, there was no real sense of the time period, which I think is like why, like when it starts in, like in a stand by me or whatever, you go to the 50s, like, yeah. Even though like small town life in Oregon resembled the 1950s small town in life in Oregon still, it had a sense of the 50s. And then the 70s, well, it's, and I think there was so much 70s nostalgia in the 90s that might be part of why it doesn't land quite as much cuz it's like oh, yeah, it's 70s music it's used it's, in everything. But I think yeah. it's just starting around this period too. I don't I don't recall like the early 90s being heavily nostalgic for the 70s so much as the later 90s. I mean when that 70s show came out. Well, right. the no, that 70s like, show came out like a year or two after this. That's what I'm the saying. This is 95, so later in the no, 90s. No, oh. in, I mean in movies, because the independent film movement that came out of Sundance in what the late 80s, early 90s, Reservoir Dogs, I mean, but Pulp Fiction, those are heavily influenced by 70s, 70s music. 70s. They're not but they're not set. set. That's my no, point. Like, but I'm saying the, the 70s of... had become a touchstone okay, for... Sure. Art. The artists at that point, right? In the yeah, 90s, but that's yeah. separate from they like, were like, Stand by they were me is based in the fifties, right. but all the eighties things were based in the fifties. Exactly. Back to the Future is based in the fifties. Like, yeah, now the generation that in the that's 90s more prior to this that yeah. I can think of, they're not basing it in the seventies. Even the Sandlot is based in the sixties, right? Uh, Sandlot's even further back because it's a Babe Ruth baseball. It, yeah, it's just the people yeah. that are you know my, my, that are making these things are nostalgic this is, for this is different awkward. Areas. It's so, awkward because 1970 is a weird inflection point because you're not going to distinguish yeah. 1970 from 1966, right? In terms of right, like but, pop culture shit, especially in a small town. Yeah, but in this movie, it might as well have taken place in the 90s. Like I couldn't think of anything that was different <laughs> about uh, what they well, were she doing. Was dressing was like, like uh, uh, Nancy Sinatra. Oh sure, <laughs> um, okay. Uh, that's Hank one Azaria's thing. I think it was just like on his on his shirt. That's was maybe why I was like so like I felt like so almost assaulted well, by the seventies music. There were so many different songs all the time coming at me. Well, and they were all the sixties. Yeah. Well, okay. Whatever. Well, so they then, had to be because the other thing I want to say. Well, what, what, what would the alternative be? I, I I wish they would have been the music supervisor should have been at least fired. And replaced with somebody who could I, I think figure this, is, this out. You're stretching on because this one. Because the score I, this is, this is, is overbearing and treacly and nonsensical. It's awful. It's ever present. Hey, no, it's but, in no, every I, scene. But, you're, but you were specifically music, talking about the song. And the, songs, and the yeah. song choices. There's just so many and all the time. But and it feels so for self-conscious. Kids. They're kids. They, they make sense for kids because they're all bubblegum pop music that kids it's would probably It's not the choice listen. of songs. It's, it's just the that there's placement. too there's many so, of them. Oh. Yeah, it feels think, like they're think, just I building this. Feels, I didn't this notice feels that like, This at feels all. like Tucker should have taken another bong hit while he was watching the movie <laughs> there and just relaxed. There's no way I could have taken more bong hits. Okay, I didn't now, the music being bad. Like, it's I noticed it being constant, but it didn't it's, bug me. It's saccharine for sure, and it's like kind of like that. And 
rose colored I fully glasses. accept it was it was I fully accept that it was the score that brought oh. me in during the, the birth where I'm like I'm being manipulated Completely yeah. it pulls yeah. me out of it yeah <laughs> it pulls me in it pulls me I, out you know why because I don't have a heart sucker. of gold now, of heart you, have, of glass. Yeah, you don't have a whole heart of gold damn it like I, well, that's true I <laughs> fucked it up Here's I the mean, other thing. Of the three really, of us, like <laughs> I've got the most pure heart. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> That's what no, the guy with the most pure heart would say. <laughs> um, okay. Now. <laughs> hey, I love you guys, but I'm better than you. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. It didn't. Anyway, I, I appreciate it that me. it's annoying, but it's it's that feels like Here's just shit that movies do. The I mean, other thing, like it felt like screenwriting 101, like at the beginning, like mm-hmm. when they were setting up the four girls, and it yeah. was like one's a movie star. One's an author. Yeah. One's yeah. a doctor. And the, well, especially the, the way they're like, <laughs> I was just like, she's really? just a housemaker. Oh yeah, one of them is a homemaker. Yeah, and she's yeah. the homemaker who waited till she was thirty-seven to have a kid. She's been married for yeah. twenty years at that point. And it's crazy because uh, <laughs> she marries the kid. Like when they're doing the nerd the, kid, the, the, the yeah. nerd kid with the glasses, right? Yeah. They never say his name at the youth part, as far as I could catch. But oh, it's got to be him. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. her husband. Uh, yeah. No, I think the adult stuff. I I actually hate the adult stuff. I like yes okay. everything I when they're adults. I, well, especially I that scene where Rosie O'Donnell comes in and they're like setting up their dynamic and and she, her comedy in those moments feels so forced and garbage. It yeah. bothers me so bad. It's rough. It's and all, even her. I feel bad for her having to deliver those lines, knowing. This is going to be captured on celluloid for all eternity. <laughs> mm-hmm. As I dump ice cream into a bowl and say, that'll be real pretty or whatever the fuck she said. Yeah, it's all, all of that. I feel like, Oof, I feel so like it's pretty is pretty bad. But then conversely, I feel like the child actors mm-hmm. do a good job with the dialogue that they're given. Like I they, feel like yeah, they, they work it. They yeah. work it. I mean, yeah, the Christina Ricci. Christina Ricci especially. Yeah, she's I great. I feel like she is. She does. I had a couple moments where I was like, she really delivers that believably, even though what's going on doesn't make any sense. Other than her like big cry moment when they're in the attic. <laughs> yeah. okay, like, that's, that's, uh, that's frustrating. That's pretty rough. Yeah, yeah she's that like, was rough. Throw, throw a thing and break that glass. Yeah, I was like, like oh hey, my God. And then dude. pretend to cry. And then pretend, yeah, that was. <laughs> like, hey, that's a grandma's mirror. What are yeah. you? Yeah. But she, the grandma's not going up there. She can't, <laughs> she's not going up into the she's attic. No, she's, going, yeah. she's going That's to have true. some mint juleps. With she's, the yeah, she's going to go play bingo and have her poker nights. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's getting freaking wasted every night of the Clark week. She <laughs> car- like her that scene. I was like, I was like, I don't know what she's doing in here, but yeah, it's terrific. I was, I still loved her. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's, like, she's great. She, That's what I mean, like bringing in the celebrities to play or whatever well-known actors to play on these little small roles. Yeah. I, again, frame it through one person's memory of all of the events, and it makes sense because the adults yeah. act like weirdos. And if it's just your yeah. memory as a child of adult behavior, it makes sense. I say, like let let it be, because Demi Moore is the writer, right? Sure. Yeah. So yeah, and she does. A lot of the voiceover, so she's like, let her, let, let it, it be, be her hers. on yeah. the drive to meet them, and at the right. end, There's they the meet up, and sure. you don't right. even need them to talk to each other. No, sure, we're getting there, and them hugging, no, and it's yeah, over. Just, just, and you don't just, even need the pregnancy thing no. either, right? No, like, that makes no sense. Oh, Have it be so that Morton died, and they're all coming to help support her because now she's a a, a widow with yeah. three kids or something. That would make a lot better sense. Well, and that would also work better with like the dear Johnny thing too, right. like the loss of your family. Yeah. And like they're coming yeah. to, they're like reconvening to that like. That would make a lot better sense. Jesus. Yeah. Why don't they, hey, dear why Hollywood, did... call us. <laughs> just, that's what I'm saying. Just a few more passes. 
on the script, maybe you would have fixed him. I don't well, know. I actually think but it. I think, I think this is the result. The fly, of, I think this maybe. is the result of a lot of rewriting. Oh, that could for be sure. Too, yeah. I that's think, what I think. I, I think, think it this was movie happening. had like a lot of different iterations before it got here. Mm-hmm. So and I then think, I think it, uh, as it was filming, I think they were for modifying sure. it. Yes, for sure. Because that ending going up in the treehouse and then doing Red Rover feels really just tacked on. Of like, we need something to. Why don't we do this? Yeah. Well, I don't think originally. I think the whole adult part of it is tacked on like i think that's the result of rewriting that's probably, i think you might that, be that right because sense. i think originally the movie was just about four girls growing up yeah. it was originally called like the gaslight district or district, something whatever yeah, that, that's annoying that's... and and you know that that got changed because somebody somewhere was like we're not putting money into a movie that just focuses on four girls and that's annoying yeah right because that is the best part of the movie it's the only part of the movie that feels like mm-hmm. it's got any energy and and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay. and it sucks because it starts with an extended period of these adult. It's women very that long are, too. Like yeah, them it's talking. Long. Yeah, it's way too long, and it sucks, and it ruins the tone of the movie. Like yeah. if you had come in just with the kids and none of that happened, yeah, because the voiceover and the adult scenes seem so just inauthentic and the acting is really bad really bad it is especially from like four megastars yes how bad the acting is between four megastars is like uh, it was so weird because really weird like as i was watching it uh, like as i was turning it on i was like oh like we're we're dealing with like an all-star cast here we got <laughs> right. you know like these are all like in the 90s they're all mega stars yeah. right like demi and, moore rosie o'donnell i mean maybe not mega stars but like well demi, demi, demi moore was, like, no, was like yeah. one of the highest paid actresses yeah. at this point in time uh, right rosie o'donnell totally. was like on the rise rita wilson is like for sure a movie star but she's just not like no, oh, that's yeah, what I mean. Of the she's four not of them, she's tickets, least, but yeah. she's, she's known, a but solid, yeah, she's yeah. known actress. And then yeah. Melanie Griffith is like, and honestly, she's a big movie star yeah, at that point. And too. the I, fact I, that I there's all four of them are so bad I, with yeah. what the material, it's uh, it's. Maybe yeah, it's insane. just because I'm like and I, I find it, Rita Wilson so appealing. Like I didn't, she wasn't cute. as uh, bothered by her acting as the other. Oh, I felt like she was a goddamn nosebleed. Yeah, I felt oh, like really okay. I, it must I, just be my like. I just liked her look. And like I said, I think the material is just garbage, sure. and they couldn't do anything with it anyway. But I, sure. I, I'm like, I think they well, probably could. I wish they would. She's also the oldest. That's no, the I other think thing it should have been totally that. X'd. This is a totally different movie, and you can smell the like male studio execs being like, yes. "Who gives a shit about this? Get me some stars. Get some stars in it." Yeah. Well, and the marketing for there, it, and the then make it now and then. And the marketing for it both has their names together in the credits, beginning with all the adult actresses even though they're only in 20 minutes of the movie. Yeah, right? no like, one's going to go see about little girls. That's probably all that happened. Yeah, yeah. For sure. It's fucking annoying because really it ruined annoying. it. Because I, I feel like I wouldn't have such negative feelings about the movie if that part was gone. Because I don't remember Sandlot. Sure. Doesn't I wouldn't Sandlot, love it probably, but I probably right. would have been like, oh, Isn't that fun. closer to what Sandlot is? Isn't Sandlot through one guy's perspective? Yeah. And Sandlot's then they, much more like Stand By Me and but they, they for the 90s sort of baseball. Show, they sort of show the adults at the end, but it's not. Highlighted. A, a couple of the adults, and then they kind—he of, gives like a little. It's actually one of the guys is like he got Bertram got really into the '60s, and then no one ever saw him again. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's like a, a button. It's like a like here's what yeah. happened. It's like the end of Animal House. <laughs> but <laughs> the cool th- what I the cool thing is is that like nowadays there's a lot more movies and TV shows being made about this period in girls' lives. Sure, that are way better sure like you got well, sure. you got like your book smarts and stuff like yeah, that 30 happening. years later 
But those yeah. are, 30, but those 30 are like older, later they're doing it. Older better. teenage girls, right? Is there any a little bit. like but about the point like being 12, 13 year old girls? But there like, aren't a lot about 12, 13 year old boys either. It's not a primary demographic. Right. There's, 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 no, by there's, me there's the tons Sandlot. of movies about you young made boys. Today? Maybe not today. That's I just mean, but, that's, but you're saying like today they're doing a little bit more. I, they are focusing on women more and, and female and women. Young female friendships is all I'm really getting at. Is that like that people, I think studios have finally started to see that that's like actually <laughs> well <laughs> young women like seeing movies but yeah. <laughs> that is true but also the whole industry has shifted from sure. uh, movies for adults to movies and we could yeah. treat this as an inflection point right it's literally a movie containing <laughs> a story about children and a story about adults and the adult portion sucks ass and is the problem with the movie yeah. and for the next 30 years everything transitions to being primarily for children movies are for children more than for adults now mm-hmm I mean, the top 10 movie, the top 10 box office films for the last few years have all been children geared movies, you know? Yeah. So I'm I'm building building a thesis. I'm building a thesis that this is the inflection point. This is the movie? In 1995, the release of this this movie. (laughs) All right. Okay. That's it. Well, we're done. Let's go. Guilty. 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 Where's my gavel? I don't have my gavel or my button. Yeah, um, you're, you're really, I gotta really start bringing my stuff yeah. again. What I was kind of getting at was just that, like, I feel like there's it, it's nice that there's movies being made that are more about like female, young female yeah. friendships and, oh, yeah. and, and shows that that Yellow Jackets show is what comes to my mind oh, immediately. Ricci. Yeah. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, it's it really good. Fun. It's fun. I haven't watched it either, but I yeah. we are almost done with Succession. And did you? I assume you watched oh, that, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> the show's really good. So good. I think Kendall Roy might be like the cringiest character I've ever yeah, seen. He's so amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a really good show. Yeah. Anyways, um, it's modern Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Yeah. <laughs> the Immortal Bard. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm definitely like forgiving of the movie because there's parts of it that I really like mm-hmm. and the parts of it that I don't like don't bug me so much that they take away from the rest of the movie. I'm on board I, with I'm that. Also a pro- I'm also sure. a product of the 90s. Yeah. So like the things that are annoying about 90s movies <laughs> are just kind of what I grew up with. So I can it's <laughs> right. easy for sure. me to kind of like look past them because yeah, I'm like, like yeah. this is just what movies were when I was growing up. <laughs> yes. And there's a lot of it that I find I'm, really annoying uh-huh. and really yeah. like not <laughs> the does just does not hold up well. Yeah. Sure. But there's things that I feel like that about so yeah, there's just there, but there's things about like movies from the 70s mm-hmm. that I feel like people shut who, your goddamn mouth. Exactly. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's exactly <laughs> it. Just kidding. There's I'm so kidding. many people from no, the no, grew I up watching I, movies from I, the 70s that like refuse to no, acknowledge. I'm being sar- sarcastic because they are so goddamn slow. So much is it. And so there are the people time. who grew up on movies from the 70s who just like refuse to acknowledge that any of those movies could have any faults. Are you uh, talking about the? You're talking about the Godfather. I will punch you in the dick. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of like three hour long movies yeah, from yeah, the 70s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that uh, like the auteur filmmakers of the 70s were like, no no no, this simply must be three hours long. <laughs> and you watch sure. it now, and you're like, this movie absolutely did not need to be three hours long. Get some, give me, I give will me say, a break. Get some I, listen, right cuts looking at here. you, the deer hunter. <laughs> I, I knew that's what you're thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, I will say that <laughs> movies like that from the seventies, like I'm not, I wasn't, I was barely alive in the seventies, but yeah, um, you were. I grew up watching a lot of them, barely mm-hmm. alive. And, but I think that those, 
I mean, to compare those movies to this movie is a little strained. But I know that when I was growing up in the 80s, there are a thousand 1980s movies that I completely love right. that are absolute garbage. Yes, right. we're, we're aware. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and I, I think, like, I genuinely love them. Exactly. Yeah, you know? for sure. And, I mean, as far as stuff from the 70s, I don't think it's perfect. I think, but I think that the stuff they were doing in the 70s was so interesting that the the things that are wrong with them are interesting like it's interesting because they're they're very much not by committee you know what i mean mm-hmm. like they don't feel like a studio head's being like no write of something to slap on the front in the end you know yeah. mm-hmm. it doesn't feel as cynical in some way and so but the 80s is full of that shit and i love it so i totally get what you're saying yeah. it just wasn't my era for that kind of nonsense the 80s <laughs> the 80s for sure is rife with that of like yeah the, that's what the, the I eight, grew up. In. The eighties is like <laughs> almost like the uh, is like the upswing of studio. I like after the seventies when the sixties and seventies were like the studios kind of the sixties is when like the studios kind of really began to lose their mm-hmm. stranglehold on the industry. The seventies is kind of when uh, uh, things really went wild, like breaking away from that formula. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The '80s is when the studios really got back, really got yeah. back in there, got sure. their hands dirty. And George the, Lucas and Steven Spielberg were like, Spielberg, "Hey, yeah. why don't you guys take this back? <laughs> <laughs> you guys realize there's this much money to be made? Yeah. Oh my gosh!" Um, and but then and then the '90s is like really where like. It's trying to the, the '70s the the pushback the escape yeah, from the, all that again. Yeah, the it attempt. starts. Yeah, it's just cyclical. Yeah, it's it's because well, the of, '90s uh, is kind but, of like a meld of the two because sure. the '90s had such a like rich indie film. Yeah, the scene. indie film scene was great. Well, yeah, I mean the Weinbergers, but, they they really saved it. The Weinbergers, the, Weinberger, the Weinstein's Sundance uh, in the '80s yeah. was like where things really took off, and it was there was lots of good independent movies Har- Harvey in the Weinstein '80s. But, saved the movies is what you're saying. Yeah. You Harvey love Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein. You love oh, Harvey Weinstein. You're a huge Weinstein fan. He's my favorite You're a filmmaker. Weinstein head. <laughs> um, Which Weinstein but here's do you thing. prefer? <laughs> Harvey. <laughs> but I think the big difference was is that in the 70s, hmm? they when those Bob movies... Bob Evans. When those movies... Bob Evans. Yeah, when Bob Evans saved made The, the Godfather and saved the industry... Yes. Okay, thank you for acknowledging. They were like, oh... Let's invest in filmmakers and let them make movies mm-hmm. and and they'll make good movies and all that. And then yeah. and then in the eighties they were like Yeah, let's just let's just pump up. These out. products are making a lot of money. Let's make more like Star Wars movies sure. and more of these. And so it's you know, it was just how it is. The cynicism. I, you know, yeah, it's it just it's, gets cynical. And then the seventies though and, and cocaine. But the seventies was like that, really. and the cocaine. Yeah. But the seventies was that like one moment in time sure. Bob where Evans. those two things collided and Bob they Evans. were like, okay, the things people want to see I'm is like, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> are are movies like this. Like they want to see, you know, interesting movies uh, and it was where mainstream and indie movies were kind of just the same thing at that and yeah. i know it's frustrating and but that's it cool. is robert evans <laughs> robert evans has a lot to do with it yes um okay let's stop talking about robert <laughs> okay let's start let's start talking about harvey weinstein let's um, really how, stop how talking about harvey he came weinstein and saved the industry <laughs> in the 90s let's pretend like he didn't God. exist 
Fucking Miramax. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's really annoying. Yeah. But I think there there are definitely like... Oh, this is Columbia. I was about to say, what, what studio released this? This is a Columbia picture, mm-hmm. right? I feel Sounds like... Right. Hey, guys. Truth or dare, guys. Truth or dare. I also feel like there are things, there are movies from the 90s that are interesting as well. There are. There's, um, I mean, yes, there's movies there every are. decade that are interesting. Well, I'm, I'm just, just saying, saying it's not tu- the standard. T- Tucker has such a oh, like yeah, yeah, distaste yeah, yeah, yeah. for 90s movies. Well, well, not um, kind of just not, studio I loved, films. I think I he's, I think 90s he's talking movies, about. He's talking, like, we're talking studio films because that's what you're referencing uh, in the 70s. Is, sure, studio yeah. films suddenly were making interesting films, and then in the right. 80s, it kind of the exception of a handful of blockbuster guys. That's why the time was it was so ripe for that indie boom to happen in the 90s sure. because things had become just so stale yeah yeah like uh, and the, studio movies this, just all looked and felt the well, same and it sounds and they like were just there you eh. think that they're trying to do that with this i mean they got janine garofalo in there she's a independent movie darling and darling darling and they're like <laughs> no. putting her in that and like she's trying she's trying to do <laughs> something with what they've given her or what she's doing and it's like I, that whole character has no purpose yeah. No. Other than to have Janine Garofalo on the credit list. Well, and you're just giving like the town a little bit more flavor. Sure. Which I feel like these types of movies you'd kind of need to have. And of, I wish like, they would have gone used more, more flavor. into that. Yeah. yeah, I wish they would have just spent the whole time exploring what that town was like. Because it starts with that like that statement of like what before MTV and Nintendo, you had to really come up with <laughs> oh, yeah. ways to entertain yourself. You are just like, bored. Yeah, yeah, that's a really important thing to try and highlight. Like... That explains yeah. all of their behavior, explains them like wanting to go to the cemetery at night. Like yeah. it, it kind of just says it and then just goes instead of giving you a sense of that. Which like, I feel like is kind of the the problem in general with like most with the yeah. childhood aspect of it is yeah. there's a lot of things that are touched on and just not like fully explored. Like yeah. Teeny and Chrissy, like mm-hmm. their characters I get like almost no, especially Thora Birch's teeny gets like almost no development. Yeah. Yeah. Chrissy's only thing is that she's like confused about like what, what, what sex is. Yeah. Which again right. makes no and sense why she that's hasn't why had she didn't 30 get kids. Yeah. Right. That's she the, inver- know what sex the was inverse of that like is what, how that works right. out for you. Yeah. Uh, which is really no, yeah, didn't teeny, exist. Teeny's development is exclusively <laughs> geared around boob sizes. Yeah, and wanting to be famous. And just think, right. if you could and have lopped off the adult stuff, you'd have all that much more time, screen time to devote to these kids. Yeah. I mean, maybe, I don't, but I. But the thing is, is that, like, I don't know that this movie was capable of doing that. And that's why I feel yeah. like I want to try and meet this movie where it's at, because I feel like it's trying to do something. Mm-hmm. It's not doing it successfully in a lot of ways. But I want to meet it where it's at because I feel like it's seminal in a lot of ways for what it is doing for young women who I are agree. reaching this, who I are watching agree. this movie. I, my, I just felt I just like it had that same... that it's a bummer it doesn't do it better. I That's, agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I a agree. bummer that it doesn't have like that core thing in it that makes you feel like a reason for it to exist other than we needed one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like other than there was a void in the marketplace but or that, a void in the happens, film culture. But that's for, kind of like, how it happens. And it's like, let's just make one rather than we have a really powerful story to tell with 
these kids. I wonder if the original version of the script was more powerful. I don't if know. If there wasn't Maybe. more to it. Who knows? But I feel like that's I'm kinda, guessing it was floating around. That's generally how it happens. Yeah. Like the first one of something is usually not the best one of those things, but it has to happen for other movies to come and do it better. Sure. Yeah, like like God, the Godfather was not the first gangster movie. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. Uh, Apocalypse no. Now is not the first war movie. What are you talking about? <laughs> of course not. <laughs> right. That's what I mean, though. But for decades and decades and decades, there were movies being made about young male friendships yeah. and male fr- male camaraderie. We just in forget general. all the shitty ones. Yeah, we yeah. only remember the good ones because they were our, they were running after other movies had walked. And, oh. and not that there were not that there were not other movies about young female friendship before this one, but mm-hmm. I feel like this I movie think there may not have been. There were <laughs> there were a couple. Name one. Little Darlings. I guess so. That's just two girls, right? Well, they're friends, aren't they? Okay. Wait. okay. Jesus oh my Christ. God. Oh, you're like, if you're young you're female criteria. friendship. But well, these girls are talking girls. about no, these girls are talking about sex. They're talking about it has death. to be four. Yes. Okay. They're talking about losing their innocence. Yes. They're talking about they're talking uh, about real life problems. They're talking about <laughs> real. Yeah, they're talking about real life problems. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's I, I can't think of in any movies uh, maybe they're out there but I can't, I can't think of them mm-hmm. um, about young girls talking about like about a young woman like taping her boobs down because she's scared of her f- she's uncomfortable with her femininity yeah I, when she's got four bre- yeah yeah and, yeah and um, yeah I mean I just can't think of other movies that are, are doing that and I feel like there's probably a, a lot of young women that are seeing things in this movie that they can relate to that they hadn't seen in a movie before. Yeah. And I feel like that's super important. I, I don't feel like it's super well executed, but there's a, a lot of <laughs> movies that dudes fucking love sure. that uh, are dealing with fucking young boys, friendship and shit like that. I, I that promise they I fucking would, love. I would tear apart the, the sandlot. Sure. But they're happy to overlook plenty of problems in the sure. movie because oh, it touches on something that's important to them. Sure. Uh, I mean, <laughs> we've talked about a few of them on this show. Uh, just movies that like we're willing to overlook its flaws because th- for whatever reason it speaks to some part of us. Sure. Yeah. Uh, that are, we, are you talking we can... about Cheech and Chong's next movie? I'm talking about Cobra. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. No, I love that because of all its faults. Sure. That's why sure. I love it. Yeah. If it was good, I would fucking hate it. It would be shitty. Like, who well, would give a shit about that? I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> the whole reason that movie's a masterpiece is that everything about it is stupid. Right. It's all the, <laughs> following all the wrong impulses. Yes. Like, I, 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 okay. But my, my point That's not is the just love that, for this. My That's point is that love. when a movie can somehow speak to you, you're willing to overlook a lot of its flaws. 100%. Mm-hmm. And I feel like because this movie was not made in an era where you guys... You forty-year-old man. I wasn't yeah. aware of this movie at all. Um, I was, I was aware it existed because it was on video shows, but I never heard a thing about it that sure. I remember until a week ago, yeah. two weeks ago. I, I that that's. I just want to be the the defender of this you, movie because I feel like there's. I want to be objective in that. I know there's a lot of fucking film bros out there who are <laughs> film bros <laughs> happy to sing the praises of a bunch of goddamn movies from. <laughs> 
their I'm, youth. I'm not going to sing the praises of the filmmaking of Cobra. <laughs> I know. I this, just, is, this, is not, this is a false equivalency. I, give, but, but I will also, shit on any bad movie. No, no, no. It's not a false equivalency <laughs> and, because and I know for a fact there are a lot of uh, women Listen, I also, who have seen Stand By Me and don't fucking care about Stand By Me. I also what? Which ones? Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> name them. Name give names. Me, give me, name three. And, and that's totally fine, too. I... Who and, probably uh, and love now and then. What I would also say. Well, those are just is stupid people. Stupid people. <laughs> I, stupid women. I women are stupid. Don't like telling people that I even like movies because I don't want to be viewed as a film bro because I fucking hate those people. I, I hate Tucker. I got bad news. Well, for I you, hate bud. most <laughs> brother. <laughs> I hate masculinity in general for sure, the most part. Sure. Um, any sort of broish behavior bothers me, <laughs> but I just like movies. Sure, and I like well-made movies i like movies that are have are are good and i just you know this one doesn't push my i'm enjoying this anyway buttons sure you know what i mean i, I did me i don't I that's fine see, I, I missed that it's okay I, I still it's enjoyed it preference yeah too. i enjoyed it I, yeah like i enjoy the whole it. sappiness with the like uh getting the 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 uh bracelet like sharing like just after yeah. that scene we were just talking about and then like immediately she's lost it and it's gone down a storm drain yeah <laughs> and then they have that useless tension of her climbing down a storm drain oh, in yeah. the middle of a fucking torrential downpour yeah and having crazy pete dive in to save her right. like all of that is i i'm not sure at all what the fuck is happening there other than I make mean, it through her like back to what we've already said like make it through her view eyes and then it just sort of works but yeah i mean it, it's just a, they're just doing things where it's like they're just going on these random kind yeah, of these adventures are, these are things that happen in movies is what it feels like yeah this is yeah. a kid movie and yeah. this is what happens to kids and yeah. like the 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 skinny dip. Well, okay. Prior to the skinny dipping scene, they're like riding their bikes. Well, and... they don't skinny dip. The no, boys no, do. Right, right. But prior, prior to the scene with where the where they spy on the boys skinny dipping, is they're stopped because they, uh, Chrissy, is that? The, yeah. Is she like she's like, well, I'm not going any further. I want to take a break. And a, a bird shits in her hair. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 So that's what gets them to the waterfront, and then they're cleaning mm. off their water, and then they all fall into the water. Oh, and then. Now, when Christina Ricci, Roberta, 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 <laughs> Roberta jumps Italiano. off, the, <laughs> jumps into the water, dives into the water, mm-hmm. whichever character oh, yeah. it is, who's like, it's too shallow. Like, she's not wrong. Right. Like, no. They're all standing like it's up to their thighs. Right. And she dives from a treetop. She, she'd be dead. Well, to I be think fi- it's way back over there somehow mm-hmm. behind them. Yeah, I mean, that was weird. When you're in like a lake like that, the the depth changes sure. pretty quick. But she hadn't tested it. Maybe she had. We didn't see her swim over. I we mean, don't know how many times she's been know, to that swimming hole. Okay, whatever. I watched them. But those are those are bad jokes to play on your friends. Oh, yeah. pretend you're dead <laughs> for so long. Yeah, I forgot. There are a couple things I had remembered about the movie. I remembered the storm drain scene, and that was pretty much it. And I remembered Christina Ricci taping her boo boos down. Her boom booms. Her boom booms. Her boom booms. Oh, man. Um, I kind of remembered that scene, but 
I thought when they like swim over to her, she was just gonna like spin around and be like, "Got you, fuckers!" But yeah. the fact that she draws it out so long, yeah, I was like, there. "That is cruel." Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't feel like per, like floating in the water and pretending you're dead is like that cruel. Yeah, because that's like pretty quick. That's like, yeah, yeah, she jumped in. They see her floating. They go over, and then she spins over and is like, "Got you, fuckers!" Like yeah. that's. That's, that's that seems okay. That's normal kid stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then to like drag it out where they're like, okay, we got to give her like mouth to mouth. Yeah, that I'm like, that is fucked up. That's fucked up. Um, <sighs> I had CPR training last week, so I was like, okay, here's what you guys got. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> and there, you don't even do mouth to mouth. You fucking dunces. You, <laughs> you fucking don't do. It. I mean, at that time, you would have done mouth to mouth, but mouth to mouth has been done away with because. It's yeah. not according to my training. Oh, really? Yeah. Did they bring it back? Well, no. they said that they introduced a thing where it was like if someone felt uncomfortable with a stranger, that no one was supposed to make them feel bad about it. <laughs> you can do it without the mouth to mouth. But if you're willing to do it and they're not willing to do it, you can be like, I'm, uh, let me take over. Yeah, you know, just politely, but they say, yeah, it's it's still uh, sure. Know, it makes sense. Do it. Putting air into the lungs. Yeah, but they have like things to wear now or put over oh, their mouth yeah. if you want oh, to yeah. not to shield yourself from any. So, do you, are you supposed anything, to wait till but, someone runs to the C- CVS to get one of those? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like hold tight, man. Just hang on. Hang on, I don't want to put my lips on a dude or whatever your problem is. Hey, uh, I'm going to give you mouth to mouth, but no homo, okay? <laughs> yeah, uh, don't get the wrong idea here no. with me blowing <laughs> blowing oh, air into God. your lungs. Um, I'm going to get a boner on me, man. <laughs> get a boner, dude? I'm just trying to oh, save your life. Why so are you erect? I, I, I suggested uh, um, on, on our text thread uh, where we do movies where an actor plays their own sibling or a double in some way and they mm-hmm. have back together okay what brought this up is i watched the prestige uh, oh, yeah. last week wait am i on this am i on this thread what are you guys talking yeah, it was about? in our thread we might have kicked you off okay <laughs> did you we were tired you, of your bullshit you've seen the prestige right <laughs> dylan yes okay so you remember i don't want to ruin anything um but <laughs> i had forgotten i had seen it years and years ago mm-hmm. but i had really forgotten what happens in it and so but i was watching it with carl my friend carl and he goes he said something about his brother, the Christian Bale character, mm-hmm. and then I was, and then as soon as it showed his brother, which is Christian Bale in a bunch of makeup and a hat, right, and mm-hmm. all that, and I was like, because he said it kind of vaguely, and I didn't remember that, and I was like, yeah, really, whatever, yeah, whatever, and then as soon as it showed that guy, I was like, why is no one commenting on this guy in heavy makeup? Like <laughs> this guy's obviously <laughs> Christian Bale, <laughs> and then, uh, but anyway, that's what I thought about because there's that scene in the prestige where he like walks the girl home and he's like, he's like, all right, I'll see you later. And he walks down the hall and she turns around and he's in her apartment. Mm. Oh, cause it's the brother. Right. Obviously strange movie. Yeah. That's what I thought about when Christina Ritchie was way over there in the water. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> How'd she get over there? <laughs> it's a ruse. Uh, by the way, I have picked my movie for that series. You I don't have? even remember the discussion. Oh, yeah. I wonder if we have the same fate. Like I, there was when, one movie when I was thought this happening? of. I really don't just remember this back. conversation. It's, few, it's just, it's not really a conversation. It was a few messages ago. And it was Tucker said, suggesting a series and I said, I'm, I I'm love down. Or something. Oh, we yeah. should do movies where actors play twins or doubles. So they have, oh yeah. See that? How did In I miss that? To it. And I have <laughs> the perfect one. Because oh, it made me think of a few, and then there was one that I was like, I just want to watch that movie, and it might be. I was like, it would be right in Brett's wheelhouse. 
mm-hmm. time wise. Um, yeah, there's stuff, there's so. a plenty of movies on this. Yeah. Oh my God, that's gonna <laughs> shit himself. He's so excited about this category. Honestly, that might need to jump ahead in our. I say queue. we do it next. That's okay. fine with do me. we have anything? I don't remember. If we, we were gonna do the director one. Oh, that mm. one would be where fun we too. picked. But, no, but let's do this twins thing because the one that I'm picking, I do really want to watch, and so yeah. Oh, okay. let's 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 kick that up in the queue. <laughs> 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 All right. So now and then, you got Tucker hated it. Dylan uh, didn't love it. I mean. I, I don't love it for me. It's not like it's not like a seminal movie for me. Yeah. Um but I like it. I like what it I like I appreciate it for what it is. I appreciate you. Um yeah. I think there's stuff I hate the adult stuff. Yeah. Um I but I like the kid stuff. Yeah. I like this movie is... more than I probably I think this is a better movie than the Sandlot. Um I honestly can't remember the last time I watched The Sandlot. It may have been around this time I think The Mighty Ducks period. is better than... Both? No. Yes. I think Mighty Ducks is better than Sandlot. Than 99% of other movies. I think, uh, Mighty, uh, I think D2, <laughs> The Mighty Ducks, yeah, is say, but... the best one out of all of them. Okay. That one's the best movie ever made. Um... <laughs> I do really like D2, The Mighty Ducks. <laughs> Keenan Thompson. I, the I, Knuckle Pug, baby. I, I do not... I didn't... Yeah. Um... Yeah, so I I think it's not like this movie wasn't made for me then. It's not but made for me now. now. <laughs> right. Um, hey guys, but what about Truth or Dare? Truth or Dare? <laughs> Truth or Dare? Truth. Okay. I, I I have nothing. Oh, you're well. That's not how the game works. Well, I'm just Dumb saying like, they do they they do that game like 20 times in the movie, and no one ever picks Dare. It's always Truth or Dare. Truth. Well, that's because if you pick Dare, you're gonna have to go lick a fucking toilet seat or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I just wonder if they cut a scene where somebody actually chose Dare because they. We do have to talk about the summer vacationness mm. of it. Okay. Mm. And I feel like this movie does a good job with the summer vacationness of it. Like I do feel like. Yeah. Although the timeline, the time frame of the summer in the movie is four uh, days, five days, yeah, is <laughs> preposterous and stupid. Well, um, it should, I mean, it should have just been like a drawn out thing where like it's over the course of the summer, right? It shouldn't yeah. be like, guys, we better start the movie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, and honestly, with the exception of that one line where the boy makes reference to them having you know payback for yesterday it kind of does take place over the summer right because uh gabby hoffman's mom the dad leaves early in the movie and then the mom refers to dad being gone now and them getting separated in the divorce and then later she's on a date or brings hank azaria home for what is apparently their first date, he makes a comment of like first date jitters or something. Oh yeah, that's really strange to bring a strange man into your home with your two children on a first date. That that doesn't make any sense. No, I mean, it there's, doesn't. There's a there's a there's a whole subplot there of the that mom is a lunatic, and that's part of why the uh, Roberta's needs Roberta needs was, to get out of town. That that whole subplot was trying to rush things too fast, like. They were wanting to do it where it was like she was bringing in a string of men that, oh, you know okay. what I mean? Like, that's what it felt like. And then the kids just, like, hated all of her potential suitors. Yeah. But they but also it, wanted to do the divorce thing, which I feel like is more interesting than the bringing men, yeah. like, a string of men. Well, and... Because divorce was, like, yeah, yeah. not Agreed. as much of a thing 
at that well, time and it just seems like a lot more ripe for like well exploration it, it, but they don't do anything with either of them yeah anyway. I, I it was odd I, that whole thing like but this but the summer vacationness of it sure, like, that's yeah, what sorry. i want to get at is like that i feel i feel like they actually capture summer vacation pretty well like of you're hanging out with your friends you're bored a lot of the time you're kind of just like hanging out so you kind of invent something to yeah, <laughs> yeah, keep your interest. Yeah, yeah. You're doing seances. You're sneaking out of your house. You're talking to each other on walkie-talkies. <laughs> no, not quite. <laughs> one of them has a walkie-talkie with another one. Yeah. The other two use like some series of flashlights and ringing bells yeah. to get a hold of each yeah. other. Which I like. It's nonsensical, but it's, I like. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Cute. It, it's cute. It's um, cute. It's just like... What? What? Why don't they all just have fucking walkie talkies? The '90s were yeah. also a time of uh, getting creative with Nostalgia. forms of communication between kids. Sure. Um, like I remember in the, I loved the Three Ninjas when I was a kid. That's for sure a movie where I loved it when I was a kid. And, and trash. It's very bad. Yeah. I for sure love that movie. Um, but maybe I'll force you guys to watch it. <laughs> that, that will be a movie where I will for sure be able to get on board with all of the critiques of the movie. And still be, at the end of it be like, I love and it. I still love it. Yeah. <laughs> totally. But yeah. for some reason, they have like a like 50s like crooner mic like singer microphone like the big silver yeah, one yeah. you know I'm talking about uh -huh. yeah. those kids have one of those in their room that like connects to like a string that goes to like their neighbor's <laughs> house but the string also I remember the string looking like a laser and I don't think it's a laser. I think a it's a laser. That looks like a laser. <laughs> looks like totally looks like a beam of light is connecting to. I don't know. Wow. It's, I could be completely Sweet. misremembering. But okay, we gotta come up with a category that he can pick three ninjas. Movies with movies three. about ninjas. <laughs> movies with the three number the three. Title. In it. Yeah. yeah, that aren't a part three. Three, three ninjas. Three yeah, ninjas. Three kick fugitives. Back. Three, amigos, amigos. three amigos. I want three amigos. Three musketeers. Three. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Afraid not. <laughs> we have a strict Three days no of the Condor. <laughs> oh, we already did that. Revisit oh, that one, shit. maybe. Um, we did that one? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, wait, no, I, here I got it. Truth or dare? Three Truth. burials how, of Malchiatus Estrada. How big are your boobs now? <laughs> You're pretty big. Pretty big. 36 How big are your boom but, booms? Anyways, the community... The, kids communication thing in the 90s is funny but I like yeah. the summer vacationness of this movie I feel like it captures it pretty well mm -hmm. yeah, I feel like it just, captures it like time the yeah you're just hanging out with your friends you're going swimming you're just you're mm -hmm. getting into like you have the oh rivalry with the boys yeah. I feel like I like that I, I wanted that to be the center of the movie have it be that which maybe felt a little too on the nose but who cares yeah, yeah. that would be great that would be great being on because it's already on the nose on so many other aspects, and having then you could have like Teeny who's like desperate for male attention, like being yeah. jealous of Roberta who is like so uninterested in male attention. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and they set that up in the opening when they're doing the Red Rover, Red Rover. Teeny, that's Thora Birch, right? Yes, she makes eye contact with the kid who Roberta winds up smooching later. Yeah, and Devin like, Sawa, by Devin the way, Devin Sawa, yeah, right. Devin Sawa was 
a, a staple of the 90s for mm-hmm. one he was, was he? Okay. he was like a tiger yeah. beat like heart teen heartthrob okay okay because he when... was in like this and then he was the he's the the human version of casper in okay that was also christina ricci like okay. the next year or maybe later this year 95 was it not before this mm, I think, I, it doesn't matter i don't know it was they had a full cgi character so i i not sure it could have okay. been much before okay. this okay. maybe 94 but definitely not pre-jurassic park <laughs> I sure think it's 95 uh, okay uh but then he was also in a couple he was in like this wild ex- america okay, with the- like jonathan taylor thomas yeah. it was like oh, yeah. tiger beat central but devin sawa has gone on to become like be in some really interesting movies yeah. like he was in slc punk yeah. Okay. I really love SLC Punk. Also, I, not I, a great movie. I remember enjoying like, that movie, but because of just growing up into punk and stuff like that, I, mm-hmm. that's like the only movie that seemed to actually kind of capture like, sure. especially punk, real punk. Because well, especially punk your and experience other movies, of it here in, in yeah yeah. It's, but it's, other movies is like the punks are like what the punks look like in like. <laughs> Valley Terminator, <laughs> yeah, Death Wish, and like yeah. the Warriors and stuff uh-huh. like that. And it's like that's not. Punk, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's something. It's, but it's people not... dressed odd. <laughs> yeah, but it's not punk. Yeah. SLC punk was at least made by somebody who is like into punk. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, yeah. And like knew well, this who, explains... like the Dead Kennedys were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, this explains why when you pull up this movie, Devin Devin Sawa shows up like high yeah. in the list of he was huge names. in the nineties. Okay. Like... okay, but then the other w- movie that he was in recently that I just want to give a quick shout to because I. Thought it was really a really interesting movie was the movie called Hunter Hunter. Hunter Hunter, yeah, hmm. I saw that. That movie, I, it's not like, it's not. He's in Final Destination. Oh so yeah, Final like, Destination, yeah. And then he was in like Cheaters or a couple other. Oh, he was in Idle Hands. Yeah, I I really liked Idle Hands when That's I was right. a kid. Uh, kind of like a dark horror comedy that I was not prepared for when I was sure. a kid. Yeah, yeah. Um. But Hunter Hunter, yeah, like that came out within the That's last couple, couple of years ago. ago. Yeah. And that movie was like really dark and really brutal. It's not a <laughs> amazing movie, but it was like an, uh, it has a pretty jaw dropping ending that. Hey, I haven't seen it. Shut your sticks mouth. Sticks with it's, you. It, yeah, it almost feels like the movie is an excuse for the ending, but mm. it's so like brief and engaging that you don't really mind the reverse engineering of it the reverse of. engineering of it and it's uh subverts your expectations enough yeah. throughout the movie that uh, I, will, I will have to check this it's out. worth watching it's, it's pretty, pretty it's, it's cool. pretty brutal is it a netflix movie it's pretty dark yeah okay um i'll give it a go uh, it might, not netflix I but it was like it was, it was like a uh, low budge movie that came sure out. low budge <laughs> um <laughs> he's also on the chucky tv series oh Never, is this, not did seen this a become episode. the Devin Sawa podcast? Am I missing something? Well, he is in the movie that we're talking Do about. Do you so. have a fucking problem with this? <laughs> with um, Devin Sawa? No, but back to re, re like <laughs> jiggering this movie to make it work. Like, yeah. Have that be a central tension. That would be For interesting. Sure. Yeah. yeah, that is kind of like I was thinking about the other movies that we have compared this to. And there's a, definitely stronger like antagonists yeah. in the movies or something that they're that's against them. Mm-hmm. Like whether it's the, you know, Kiefer Sutherland and his gang in the, in stand by me or what was it? The dog, the neighbor dog in oh, the yeah. sandlot, you know? Yeah. They, they make a villain out of something. When they sort of this one crazy, doesn't quite, well, they try and make really crazy Pete that way, but it doesn't, yeah, but he's doesn't the other end. 
He's the Robert's Blossom character, which they also need. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think yeah, they have the boys, and they sort of present yeah. it that way. They, you they think come, it's going to be that, but it doesn't. Yeah, it, it doesn't, doesn't go really anywhere. They, they throw jello balloons at them, and yeah. then they steal their underpants. I and could then, be way off in this, though, and but then that they does smooch. feel a little <laughs> bit to me like that is the product of it being directed and written by women. I don't feel like that type of conflict is as uh, central and important. No, yeah, and women. But then have I could be way off because I'm not not a woman woman and I don't want to generalize or multiple women. He's not. No. Okay. No. 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 You sure? I'm. I'm. You're not two women in in a man's trench coat. (laughs) Brett is every woman. (laughs) A little Groucho Marx glasses on. You Uh, sure about that? You sure about that? You sure about that, bud? Uh, I, I I just wonder if they're maybe not as concerned with that. Well, and but, you don't but you don't honestly need of, it either, but you do need to have some sort of tension. And they kind of get that too with with uh, Roberta playing dead and it really pissing off the the friends and like yeah. the one friend you know that. I can't keep their names yeah. straight. Chrissy, Chrissy, and her like wind up being still friends. They're only to the stay in the town. Like, explore that. Explore yeah. some of the dynamics. For sure. Just going back to like they, what you were saying, because especially because they try and wrap it up as though that's the dynamics they explored in the movie. So right. do it. Go explore do it. it. Yeah. Go explore yeah. it. It's more that they're paying lip service to that yeah. stuff than really yeah. exploring it, which is a bummer. Yeah. But I just feel. Um. No, I'm sorry. It's. He's a bummer. He's a bummer. He's a bummer. Roberta. Roberta. Please, Roberta. Explore these themes. Please, Roberta. Please. Explore these themes. It's so, me, Mario. Look at that. That's an authentic oh. accent. That sounds just <laughs> so like good. Yeah. I love a spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> oh, there you go. Lasagna. Yeah. Bologna. Yeah. And linguine. I because they go so far into like presenting the 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 Vietnam vet character and having right. that whole scene with them and having the talk and then also having the seance woman Janine Garofalo I, I thought they were gonna also show later like somehow a connection between those characters because I don't need that I don't need it but it <laughs> felt weird to have spent so much time with both of them for no other real reason well I think because the idea like the thesis is, is like this is the summer where they like lost learned, their innocence yeah and learned from right yeah and so like the vietnam war is sure. the backdrop to it because like sure that's like a lot of people will point to that as like the u.s losing their innocence sure okay nixon and all that sure. like that era is like the u.s mm-hmm. losing their innocence whatever and janine garofalo is just kind of a local weirdo yeah sure okay um but the like the losing of the innocence like nah, it's it's not there right it's not no like yeah. their seance didn't <laughs> no. work and so that's like what made them lose their innocence that's not oh gosh okay right? yeah. Like, yeah 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 she because even the voiceover comes on she's like i knew at that moment that that we had lost our innocence forever oh. for one like i i think we've talked about this before but like has voiceover like narration like other than maybe stand by me ever been necessary for a movie uh it does <sighs> it serves its purpose in the jerk <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. 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 Um, <laughs> but I do take your point, especially when it's, it's clearly being put in there. <laughs> just yeah, clearly put in there to cover things that the movie's just not successfully accomplishing. But even what's frustrating is that oftentimes it do, it's not even necessary to do that. Okay, sure. It's like the yeah. studio again. It's like the studio being like, this yeah, is yeah, coming yeah. across. People yeah, aren't going right. to get it. Yeah. That's a better better and way of putting like, it. Like they have to like because like Blade Runner is like the most famous example yeah. of that. Like completely not needed. The best version of it was like after Rutger Hauer gives like his soliloquy at the end. Yeah. Uh, and then Harrison Ford's voiceover comes on and is like, he was looking for what we were all looking for. It's like, what is this? Um, and same thing in this, though, is like, they leave the seance and it's very clear what has just happened. Yeah, yeah. And like, they kind of like are coming to terms with. The... Yeah, they were, they were just exploring nonsense and. Yes, yeah, agreed. And but the and then for Demi Moore to come up and be like, I knew at that moment that that was the end of our innocence. It's like, yeah, we fucking get it. Yeah, but it's not yeah, for right. one. It's like, it's lame sauce in the first place because I never bought into the idea that they were that invested in the the dear Johnny thing, other than just an excuse to go have an adventure. Right. So treating it like they're genuinely interested in this, because when that started to happen and like the the uh, uh, the lightning bolt hits and like, I was like, is this a like a, a, a ghost fan- movie? Yeah. Is this a fantastic movie? Is is right. that what this is gonna do? Yeah, like it. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I just, uh, yeah, I feel... So, yeah, that feels silly because But that also you don't... speaks to how aimless it feels. Like, that we sure. don't know what it is. Like, when something like that happens, yeah. we're like, oh, is it going in this direction? No. Yeah. I do... It's not really going in a direction. <laughs> I agree that it feels aimless yeah. at times. Which is kind of summer vacation-y of it. That's what I... That's kind of what I mean. Lean into that. Yeah. 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 That's fun. That Doing that, going sneaking out to go back to the graveyard and, and have a seance. That's fun. Like, have them just be clearly all just kind of tongue-in-cheek, believing it, not believing it, the way all little kids do when they play with a Ouija board. Yeah. You all believe it, don't believe it. Like, it's part of the fun. I and, feel like that Samantha revealing to her friends as adults that Pete lost his family yeah. was stupid. I feel like Samantha should have... Re- I feel like they should have... Why would she sit on that for 25 years? Well, I feel like it makes more thematic sense for like the loss of innocence for them to all know like know that and have yeah. a moment with Pete. Yeah. Right, at the yeah. graveyard. Yeah. Right. Uh, especially like with Roberta's background yeah. trauma of yeah. losing her mom and finding yeah. out that she lost her mom in such a, like a horrific way. Well, and knowing that and her that mom being her, suffered, like, right? Her, like her that mom, was right. Her mom yeah. suffered, and then to like it makes so much more thematic sense to have Roberta like learn that like suffering is all around you. Yeah, yeah like yeah. crazy Pete has suffered. Yeah. Sam has suffered like yeah. Sam, everybody has suffered yeah, and like I think that's... that is part of growing up and that mm-hmm. driving like home the theme of losing your innocence makes so much more sense yeah. Yeah. than just like your seance didn't work yeah um, <laughs> and then for Sam to kind of be the only one to be able to take that away yeah. seems so yeah. strange well, because she's the writer so yeah. she's the one who's got to have the deeply emotional and intellectual right. takeaway. The rest of them are going to just worry about their boobs. And I mean, Roberta never found out that everybody <laughs> suffers. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's that's the she loss never of lost innocence, her innocence, right? Is like, oh my god, because 
that's the thing in like uh, in Stand by Me is mm-hmm. that uh, Will Wheaton's character is learning. Richard Dreyfus yeah. is learning is that like everybody has their shit, mm-hmm. yeah. right? It's like we it's all... a lot of showing and not telling. Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, this movie. I mean, this movie is no Stand by Me for sure. No. This movie is <laughs> no Stand by Me. Yeah, I just, I mean, I feel like the summer vacation of it does a good job of portraying a summer vacation the like the last summer vacation of these girls lives as 12 year olds like as a as they're about to embark on being teenagers is it going into middle school is it going to eighth grade ninth grade what is 12 13 12 um i think it is seventh seventh grade seventh Seventh maybe between seventh and eighth grade okay um, I think as you're when you're in eighth grade, you're probably about to be turning fourteen, yeah, right? Probably. Something like that. Yeah, I, I was always a year younger. But you're a teenager, yeah, yeah. right? Like you're going going from twelve to thirteen is a big deal. You're now a sure. teenager, yeah. and, like it's a big deal, and, and uh, you're confused about sex and oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So and Roberta's really confused about sex. Yeah, and Thora Birch explains that when it gets hard, it's like this big. No, yeah, Roberta's so. no, Chrissy's the one that's confused about sex. Chrissy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, oh, yeah. Chrissy's confused. Roberta, Roberta Christina knows. Ricci. She, she, knows. she knows because she has brothers. brothers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she's, oh, yeah. She's seeing hard ons all the time. Yeah, no kidding. Jesus, hard ons um, everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I also like some of just like the vignettes of their yeah. summer. I like, like, yeah. I like the softball. I like Roberta I mean, like beating the shit I, out of the kid. I my problem with that scene is they don't actually show her. Like the whole thing is like they're gonna show the boys up show or at least demonstrate that they're you know they're capable she never hits a ball like she hits, she a hits foul, the ball she hits a she foul hits a, she hits a foul ball but th- what would make that a powerful scene is her banging one out of the park and like showing because uh, the kid calls everyone in closer so the the way to show them up is to have her knock it super far away and just have a walk-off home run then get in a fight with a kid yeah, like just I, having it just I, be a fight. I know what you mean. That is the thing that you would do. Yeah, but I kind of like that they don't do that and they just Why? never kick the shit out of the guy. I think, I think it's that's annoying. funny. I think like, it's annoying. I don't think it's annoying. I think it's funny when they just keep close up on that fat kid and he goes fight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but then I like because I I I think because I like the look of satisfaction on Gabby Hoffman Samantha's face as she's Afterwards. walking up to her house of like yeah yeah we showed that fucker like oh, sure. I, I like that. Like, I, I do don't too. really need Roberta to, like, knock a homer. Like, that happens. Like, except that happens for earlier, in, I mean, come on. earlier in the film, like, when they're painting there's, across There's so many this, movies, like, young kid sports movies, like Mighty Ducks, Sandlot, like, uh, but this is, others this where, like, trying there's, to like, answer the girl... With- there's the girl player oh, okay. who like comes in and like all the boys are like she's not gonna be able to do it and then okay. she comes in okay. and she's like actually I can and like knocks it out of the fucking park okay. or kicks right, the ball right. okay. through I, the, like breaks the net or whatever. I, I do register what you're saying. It still feels like it was lazy on the behalf of this movie. Like why would the, you're trying to tell me this movie's above <laughs> engaging no, I'm in not. <laughs> so and stereotypes I, just, and cliches? It I'm feels not. like no. it was just lazy. Yeah. Like they didn't want to deal with filming that on maybe, the day, but it's I, easier to just have him fight I like the idea of her just being like fuck it I'm just gonna go beat the shit out of this kid (laughs) I don't disagree I didn't catch it until the second time through and I was like wait she never even really does anything like 
going to the softball. Like, why have the whole thing? Just have them get in a fight on the street. Sure, like, I like, they're, but they're I li- being hassled but by it's boys like a, all the time. A vignette, and then I like when they're stealing the kit, the wormers' clothes. Yeah, I, I like that. That's good. And I do like the line when she's like, "In your dreams, asshole." Yeah. I feel like that's a pretty great line. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, and back to the why are we making this all this very short period of time, right? Like at that softball game is when the kid says, this is to get you back for last for yesterday. Yeah. So the, the stealing of the pant, the underpants and the riding of the bike out into wherever was the day before. Mm-hmm. Then they have the softball fight and they or softball game. And then the fight. And then she goes home and Hank Azaria is at home. So like all of this shit is happening over Wait, three but days I think on that. On that day of the base of the softball game, that's also the more. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but that might also be the morning where they are painting the garage. Yes, and then going to visit the grandma as well. Yes, right. All of it happens in three days. One day. Why are they doing that? <laughs> it's like they go to they go to the uh, neighboring town, have their thing with the wormers, run into Brennan Fraser, and then the next day, I think, right, is they're painting the garage, yes. having to... the softball game, going to visit the grandma, yeah. and then... H- Hank Azaria's at home. Uh, going into the attic, having that whole thing in the attic. Oh, my God. And then Hank Azaria's at her house later that day. <laughs> what is the point, dude? Yeah. Those should be all be separate days, right? This should be the whole summer. That's <laughs> right. And it's presented as yeah. though it is, but then when they're filming it, for some reason, they're just putting it together. Yeah. I don't know. But, man. I don't know, but, man. This, I don't, I'm not buying it, is all I'm saying. But the vibes of summer <laughs> are there. Hey, for bro, sure. Tucker? Yeah. The vibes of summer are there. All right. Um, so that's all. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, so what else do we have to say I about surrender. this film? What do we got? <laughs> I thought you guys. I thought you guys would be more. I thought you guys would be more flabbergasted that fucking Brendan Fraser. Like I watched the credits twice just to be like, how on earth is Brendan Fraser in? And I counted mm. it. There are thirteen different setups in that scene. Mm. It's not a quick like just set the camera there and have a conversation. Like they spent a good. Easily a day. Yeah. They're smoking right? cigs. Yeah, and but there's hanging I mean, by even, a tractor. Even if there's, even if there's multiple camera capture, it's at least a dozen setups. Like, yeah, that takes time, right. dude. Yeah, he's there. He's there for at least a full day, maybe a day and a half. Yeah, like, and they don't credit him. Like, what? What is that? I I don't understand what that. Like, how does that happen? Because I don't know. I've seen that before. With that much setup, I don't. I feel yeah. like you get an uncredited as a like you're you're truly just hanging around and they just bring Listen, you. Listen, I just watched Meatballs three. You guys hear about that? No. So when I told you about that, <laughs> okay, so, Jay Leno. You, 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 you guys hear about this? Meatballs three. My um, You guys hear about this? <laughs> Sally Kellerman. I told you plays a porn star, dies, goes to heaven. Mm-hmm. Sure. Tell, Patrick okay, Dempsey. At the uh, <laughs> yeah, Patrick Dempsey. Um, at the pearly gates, the guy. Manning the pearly gates yeah, yeah, is Charles Durning. The Saint Peter. You heard Everyone about this? knows heard Charles about this? Durning. Sure, mm-hmm. I know him. He's uncredited. He's got multiple scenes in that shitty movie. But that's why. Because <laughs> he was like, <laughs> he's like, no, no, thank no, no, you. no, don't no, put no, my no, name no, in no, there. No. I don't. You don't even Just need to pay me. Put the money under the table and leave me alone. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I'm not as but flabbergasted it. by it as Dylan yeah, is not. for whatever well, reason. Because so, there are so many other actors doing exactly that same amount of contribution to the film who are not uncredited. That's what feels odd is why 
why credit Janine Garofalo and Bonnie he Hunt was, and Hank Azaria? Maybe he was filming another movie. He was under contract, and he just went over there and did it. And that like, is what it some feels logistical like. Yeah. Reason. He's that, like, just don't credit was, me. It's okay. fine. I don't that, know. That Something makes like that. sense. That it just, I just thought it was Or odd. just doing it as like a I favor no to somebody. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it, he's friends with the director. And he's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I'll come by and do it, a day. It, it just seems strange to me that's all yeah i mean it's strange i want to talk to him about because he's probably at that point he's he's pretty big at that point in 95 right post encino man yeah so he's probably drawing he's the biggest good he's the biggest actor probably doing it as a favor yeah i mean because he well school ties is that right was that what it is that was before though wasn't it that's what school ties before um encino Encino that's exactly what i'm saying Oh, I, did, I didn't know that's what you're saying. <laughs> uh, so I, what, my point is that he had been in some like high-profile movies yeah. by this point. Oh, so yeah, he was like time. he was like a dude. He was, he a was like a guy. known guy. He's yeah. a dude. He's a guy. But Somehow, it was pre-like uh, The Mummy. The Mummy. Because yeah, yeah, I think yeah. The Mummy came out in like 99. So it was like yeah, yeah, a yeah. couple years after this. And that's when he really fucking blew up and then was also in like blast from the past and Ooh, i like that movie my mom loves that movie i like that movie i i, I watched that movie recently and the movie is bad oh i have no <laughs> doubt I'm that sure it's bad it i just enjoyed it that's one of those ones that i remember liking as a kid and then watching it as an adult that i'm like mm. i don't like this yeah. i i see it i acknowledge all its flaws and i still don't <laughs> like it <laughs> um as opposed to Three Ninjas, which right, right, I do still like. As opposed to Now and Then, <laughs> as opposed to Now and Then, yeah, I like that. I like Now and Then. I, I actually, could. yeah, I, I actually enjoyed it. If and if we were doing the How Did This Get Made, should we watch it? Yeah, absolutely, you should watch it. I mean, I yeah, I, Meatballs Four, no. <laughs> I say if you feel compelled to watch either one, go ahead. Yeah, that's how I would. I'm not going to tell anybody feel, what to do. No, I say if I you're would never, belt. I would never assume that my opinion would meet yours. I mean, you go check it out if it looks good to you. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're misunderstanding. Do what you want. The idea is whether you would recommend it. I don't I recommend no. things to anybody. Okay. Well, I don't want to have my hands I on I recommend any of this. things to people all the time. Me too. And I would not I recommend don't. People are like, what should I watch? Like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Oh my gosh. You think I'm dealing with that myself? I'm well, not dealing with yours. Well, what I would say is, well, what do you like? And then, depending mm-hmm. on what types of things you like, I will maybe Jaws three. That's all you should watch. That's Pir- all I ever. Recommend. Oh, then watch Piranha Piranha three D. No, not 3, Piranha three D. Double D. <laughs> per- was that what piranha. it was called? I don't know. Piranha the, two. The second the spawning. One. The spawning. Oh, the James Cameron one. Yeah, that has Lance Henriksen as Steve. It's in quotes <laughs> for some reason. And st- as Steve. <laughs> um, Orca. If you like Jaws three, watch Orca. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That'd be awesome if someone asked me what they should watch, and they're only, "What do you like?" And the only thing they told me was Jaws three. I, I love Jaws three. What Jaws one, well, Jaws two? Yeah, right. Mm, they perfected it. Not with for three. me. So, are you like a just a Dennis Quaid fan? <laughs> Lou Gossett Jr. Um, oh my god! Just love Sea World. <laughs> yeah, there's so many ways else, you can what go. What else did I put in my notes here? What, uh... I mean, that's all. That's all I gotta say. I appreciate yeah. this movie for what it is. I appreciate what this me- movie means to like young women of who were like around the age of the characters oh, of sure. the then yeah. during the nineties. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate what it means to those girls. There's not a lot of these movies. There's still not a ton of these movies being no, made. Definitely not then. Mm-hmm. They're def- Yeah, for sure. Not a lot of 
movies about like young female friendship being made in the 80s and 90s it was all through the male perspective always yeah, yeah. except for suddenly susan no not suddenly susan uh 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 desperately seeking susan all right they were women what <laughs> they weren't young girls yeah i mean there were movies about like <laughs> women friendship I, like I, I, I was there i was, movies, I was reaching and okay, there were movies yeah. for women but this movie was Wait, about name, name three <laughs> fried green tomatoes Oh, that's um, also a movie about women friends. Yeah, like that's, exa- that's kid a women kid friends. Well, oh, they're like they teenagers. Were kid- oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Kids um, that's right. But I appreciate the, that, that's a much better now and then movie for yeah. sure. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. But this movie, I feel like, as they're trying to do stuff, they're not always successful, but they're trying to touch on things yes. that are real. One hundred percent young girls can relate to and would resonate with them they're not doing it in the best way possible but they're trying and i appreciate that they're trying Mm -hmm. and not just throwing it away as if it's some like rote movie that they can just get away with bullshitting i feel like they are i think like they i feel like the notes tried to do that i feel like they're trying i don't feel like they're super successful this no, tr- but I mean the notes are trying to throw it away and yeah. something yeah. and whatever. The final product, I do a sense, is a struggle against that to still try and present something that's close to what she was trying to make. Yeah, yeah. I don't put I this on her. her. I, I, the, the filmmaker. I think she had only made this. She's only made two movies. She's directed a fuck ton of TV though. Mm. Prior to this or since this or just Prior in general. And since, okay, I think, because- my my point being like. I it, it as Tucker already said, like it does feel like it was being noted to almost death. So even just looking at it through that framework, like she succeeded quite well to present something that still has some semblance of what she was trying to do. Because I do think she was trying to make a oh she directed episodes more... of Twin Peaks. Oh cool. Uh, That's why Place. I know her name. I was looking at her name, but I'm like that name looks so fucking familiar. Yeah. And not, yeah, she, yep, Twin but, Peaks. Yeah, That's right. she, uh, and again, she's the freaking president of the directors, the DGA, Directors Guild of America, and she's, she's been directing yeah. TV since the 80s, I, and from a, even still. From a functional stuff. standpoint, the film is good. It holds itself together quite well. Oh, she directed an episode of that? I th- she I think she has yeah, directed I watched all that. Yeah, I watched a lot that. of them. That was, that was, I was, that was entertaining. Homeland. Like, Love and Death. Uh, the newsroom, you know, all pretty little liars. Yeah, she's great. She's you know. Mad Men. Ooh, I've watched Mad Men. I've seen Mad Men. <laughs> I also watched Love and Death. It was good. Um, we. Oh, I'm not gonna list everything she's. Keep going. On. Okay. <laughs> House MD. House. Okay. The Mentalist. The unit. The unit. ER. A bunch of episodes of Ooh, ER. I the Star Trek ER. Wife. Swing Town. Heroes. The West Wing. <laughs> Hello. Is this thing out of order? What? what Freak just like and random geeks. Orders? Gilmore. And I'm just <laughs> barely looking. Sure. Um, anyways, Twin Peaks is the one. Let's see if I can find one. out about this production. But there's one thing in the IMDb trivia that says that Rosie O'Donnell has said that her character. Was uh, a lesbian. Was a lesbian. I, sure. I, I said that already. Oh, you did? That it was re-edited mm-hmm. and they looped in the dialogue? Mm-hmm. I missed that part. Well, I didn't say that they looped in the dialogue. But the oh, fair. what was the looping they said they dialogue? Changed they said they looped in the line of dialogue where it said that she's always living in sin with her boyfriend. Yeah. To make oh her straight. God, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So I'm assuming there's a lot gonna, more of that I thought they happening. were just going to yeah. Re- yeah. just reveal that she and, and um, Chrissy were together. Because yeah. the husband, I, the, also the husband character... 
there's no purpose to it other than to have her be married and pregnant. Yeah. Well, no, that's what I mean to have her be married and pregnant. Because she, well, she's pregnant, but because she's pregnant, she has to have a husband. Is my point like that? That's the only reason that they have the husband in there. Mm, I don't know if you know how pregnancy works, but oh you don't God, have to be married asshole. to have a kid. <laughs> That's my point. Why? Why? Don't fucking asshole. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I get I get it. And that hairdo that she has and that, that whole when she's going. The, the whole thing with them going to the hospital and like coming out and she kicks the limo driver out of the, the yeah. limo driver's like, okay, cool. Just tell me uh, where to go and I'll drive you. And she's like, nope, that's not going to work. Uh, why? <laughs> that doesn't make yeah, any sense. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah. So you're just suddenly capable of driving a, a 50 foot long car? And that doesn't make any sense. And aren't you hurt? OBGYN, you're yeah. gonna be delivering this baby, and you're like, "Well, real quick, I'm, I'll be up front. Yeah, well, I'm gonna I have get to behind the wheel and start driving." <laughs> I don't think so. That, <laughs> we should have been the heads of the studio given this. I notes. wonder, Shit. did she even direct that portion of it, or was she like, right? <laughs> "Yeah, it's really bad." But, it is. Yeah, I, but the fact that like the girls are like talking about. Sex and talking about like sex, dick, like dicks and stuff like dicks. that, and like yes. their boobs. They're talking about like their that. dicks and boobs. I feel like that's something yeah. that other twelve-year-old girls watching this can like yes relate to. Of course, right? I'll tell you what you won't see in movies these days: naked boy a big butts, pack of naked boys in yeah. the river. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. I was like, whoa, guys! Yeah, I had the same thought. I was like, man, this feels like pretty much the last time they're gonna get away with it, doing that on yeah. a yeah. It's fairly gratuitous, but I thought it was cute. <laughs> it's cute. I mean, that's the point. Like it was it the is. end. Was of, like, it was wow. the end of innocence for, for yeah. American all of us. cinema too. Yeah. I mean, the fucking Weinstein's. Yeah, oh, I remember when I was butts. really little and I was watching Superman the movie with. You oh, know, and my, you could see the little boys, little boys like twinkie. naked, and he's yeah. And uh, I was like, I was like, he showed his penis. Yeah, and my mom goes, "Well, he's just a baby. It doesn't matter." Yeah, and I was like, oh. Yeah, right. Okay. And I thought <laughs> okay. that's the way it was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and I think that is the way it is normally. And then, I don't know, a couple decades of satanic panic and right wing yeah, freak yeah, out, yeah, yeah. and everybody's sexualized suddenly. Like little yeah. babies, you can't show their butts because that's sexual somehow. I, it's fucking weird. It is very <laughs> odd. Anyways. All right. That popped into my head. Okay, so I like now and then. It's not yeah. my favorite. I appreciate the summer vacationness of it, sure. and I feel like it executes that well. Yeah. There's a lot to be desired. I hate the adult stuff. Yeah, I don't like that at all. I wish that was not in the movie at all. Yeah, the rest of it I feel like is completely passable and yeah. serviceable. Okay, and does what it's supposed to like is accomplishing what it's doing wants to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, at I can't least. wait for the batter stain cut. Uh, <laughs> well, we didn't mention <laughs> release the batter stain cut. <laughs> Rumor Willis is the little kid, oh, the yeah. little, little, little sister. Oh, yeah. We didn't mention that. It was important to mention. Yeah, thank you. I think she was also incredible. It was her debut. Okay, bye. bye. <laughs> Maybe she is, is why. The Rumor Willis podcast. Now? Are, okay, your guys' final <laughs> thoughts lay them on me. Well, I think Rumor Willis's face is composed of the strangest parts of both of her parents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially as a little kid. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's weird. Mm-hmm. It is peculiar. It's an interesting look. Yep. Um, that's my final thoughts on okay. Rumor Willis. Okay. Oh, on the movie? Yes. I yeah, I think I think there is a passable uh movie about kids in here. Uh, it, may, it may still exist in the archives like, at Columbia Pictures. It even. might. Yeah. But yeah, I had I think this was uh, is a struggle for you. Yeah. Okay. 
It was kind of, it feels like it's just been pounded to death. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. mean, we, there isn't anything new to say other than, I mean, I did enjoy watching it. I was fine with it. I, I mean, it feels like it was pounded to death by the studio. Yeah. After it was pounded yeah. to death in pre-production and during production. <sighs> and then, yeah, it just feels way overworked yeah. to yeah, me. I agree. Yeah. It's just not. <laughs> overworked and undercooked. Both. I agree, yeah. but I feel like what it does. I feel like what it does right still. Uh, yeah, it, it does because it's cause, not cause you value. Are, you are right. People do that. That the people who saw it in the right sweet spot of childhood, they are yeah. always going to be nostalgic for it. I, and I I'm, probably I'm wouldn't be so forgiving if it was just another movie centered on young boys. Mm-hmm. Oh sure, you yeah. know. Yeah, I yeah. feel like the fact that it's young women is why yeah. I feel like I can yeah. be. I so could, forgiving. I, of I see. Well, you're just kind of a Wookiee McWooks. Yeah, I'm a little but... cock. I'm a soy boy beta cock. <laughs> um, everybody knows. Soy boy beta cock. <laughs> soy boy libtard beta cock. Libtard. Yes, and. Yes, and. Yes, and. And an improver. Look at that. <laughs> yes, and, oh, yeah. That's yeah. how big of a cock I am. Is <laughs> I'm an impro- improviser. <laughs> Oh boy, oh, man. Dylan, do you remember when I was doing stand up and I would sometimes start sets by just coming out on stage and saying, "Where are my where are my cucks at?" Hundred <laughs> uh, percent. That was enjoyable. Nice. Yes. Um, where are my cucks? <laughs> where are my cucks at? Where are my soy boy beta cucks at? All right. What you got? Any final thoughts on now and then? Not really. Just what we've already said. Okay. And it was like I said. I mean, I appreciate it for that window of time for people who saw it as kids. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, same. Yeah. Same, same, same. That's all I got. Yeah. I mean, all I got. Come at me, dudes. Come at me. No, no, one dudes. Dudes. A lot of people no one's coming at me. With your 33% forget. on Rotten Tomatoes. By the way, all no. those reviewers were men. Is that right? Is <laughs> I that guarantee true? they I'm were. I'm sure they were. I guarantee they were. What? Well, maybe. Well, I mean, there, there's there's a very clear discrepancy between like the critical response and the audience score. Sure, but I, I, it's also a, 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 a sampling bias, right? People who like the movie are going to go and sure. respond. I mean, and also try. critics are, you know, hopefully if they're doing film criticism, they're criticizing the filmmaking, filmmaking whereas yeah. the audience is just going and enjoying it. Yeah. Hopefully, and. Yeah. Most of you know, most people just enjoy shit. Yeah, yeah. Without hey, it's you that's know, picking it apart like the, an asshole. The, like dial, me. Ooh, the dial know, of destiny is in a similar spot. You know, spot, right? that would like, be maybe a good series is to find like mean, movies, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. movies on Rotten Tomatoes that have the yeah, like yeah. highest discrepancy between the two scores. Mm. Ooh, that would be fun because you got like I'm sure like the last the Last Jedi. Oh yeah, has like I know it has a pretty high critical score, but I'm sure the audience score. Oh, are we doing that? Where well, either way, right? either, I think either way, just a discrepancy. Okay. Either what, way. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think that would but be. Those are two different series almost the one that has a higher audience score and maybe critical maybe because a twin series perhaps yeah. <laughs> um okay let's wrap this up um i think i i feel like i have a fairly good chance possibly of, i mean at so this far point, at this point through, at this point i'm really unclear how to even go about the scoring on this so well you have oh uh, I yeah. feel like my movie is resi- uh, uh, the t- the I three think- of us already enjoy that movie more than either of these two films. Sure, is my guess. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I always saw it once, and I remember it being good. But I also remember people I knew being way more stoked on it, and I was oddly like kind of muted. 
Yeah, but like, that's kind of you. But I was like, <laughs> I was like, why isn't this making me super excited? But I'm really looking forward to watching it again. Yeah. So the movie we're talking about next week is The Way Way Back. Yeah. Uh, came out in like 2013, I think. I think yeah, so. something like that. Something like that. Directed by Nat Faxon and Jim Rash. Yeah. Right. They were hot off writing The Descendants. Descendants winning an Academy Award yeah. for that. Yeah. I really like like uh, uh, Nat Faxon. Mm. I feel like he pops up and stuff yeah, all well, the time. This. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. in he's in he's in the way back. Yeah, so is Jim Rash. Way, way back, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Jim Rash was famously the, the principal on Community. <laughs> yeah. It's hilarious. Uh, he's on great, that. yeah. And um But Sam Rockwell's doing Sam Rockwell, awesome who I Bill love. He's, Bill he's, Murray out, bit. he's yep. out Bill he's Murray. Bill Murray. <laughs> Steve Carell's <laughs> in it and he's I think it's like one of his best performances in any of his movies. And our girl, our girl. You bet Colette, Tony yeah. Colette as the mom. I feel like she's doing a really good job too. Yeah, yeah she's uh, amazing. The whole I, I can I just say good. that Steve Carell somehow I feel like he probably gets tons of praise, but somehow in my head I'm like I feel like he's still way underrated. <laughs> like, I do, I do. Every time, like I've watched The Office four thousand times, right? Um, and like I'm still just like. There yeah. are episodes where I'm just like, this guy is so he's brilliant, amazing. Dynamic. What he's doing in that and like is... in shit like Foxcatcher and stuff. Yeah. Like I'm like he can do anything. And he's yeah, like, I agree. So good. His character in the way way back is oh that's why so, we're talking about this. So goddamn subtle in yeah. the way he portrays an asshole and realistic. He seems like yes. a real stepdad Ugh. jerk and awesome. and not in a way where he's like outright abusive yep right and yep. in a way that's like cartoonish and over the top no mm. it's more like a real fucking it's jerk so goddamn subtle yeah maybe that's right. why i didn't care or maybe it did connect with me and didn't make me laugh and yeah. <laughs> maybe i was like this hits a little too close to home. <laughs> but yeah i and it's got it's about a kid uh kind of getting like a summer job yeah. and going out like to on a Vacation for the summer with his family. So like a country club or something like that. It's a no, water. It's a park. water park. A water park. It's an old water park. Yeah. Gotcha. So um, I'm really excited. Cool. I really yeah. love the way way back. So Me I'm too. looking forward to rewatching it and talking about it with you guys. I Me too. Think we'll all have <laughs> more positive feelings. <laughs> oh about my it god. Than we have for the last two weeks. <laughs> oh my god. I'm sorry, guys. I thought I'm we would enjoy. Not sorry. Uh, okay, so. That, that, that does it for us here today. Uh, we'll be back next week talking about the way, way back. I can't wait. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. Do all that normal podcast <sighs> stuff that you hear at the end of every podcast. podcast. And until next time, cry, cry macho, shitters. Um, I'm feeling kind of blue, boys.
transmitter strong enough to reach your conscious state of awareness. But this is not a dream. You are seeing what is actually occurring. But that is so-called reality violation. 